Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. Today, we have a very special, special, special guest. Mr. Jake Wooten is with us. How are you, dude? Doing wonderful. It's a man. beautiful day outside. I'm stoked to be out here. It's, man, hey, thank you so much for coming. Uh, dude, stoked to have you here. Uh, yeah. Dude, you've been killing it on the board, on the skateboard. Yeah, you've been destroying yeah. it. Yeah, for for a long time, too. Yeah. And, hey, congrats on the Etnies. Thank Top you, thank of the you. year, getting on the Etnies program. Love that. I'm stoked. I ended up uh, randomly meeting all the Etnies dudes when I went out to Paris for that uh, Red Bull event. Okay. Uh, oh, Paris wow. Conquest, I think it was called. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, I got there, had no plans, really didn't know what I was doing besides the contest and just saw like a group of skaters downstairs, instantly connected with them, went out street skating with them, Yeah. kicked it with them every day. And when I got back, just kind of organically happened because it just happened to be that East team that I was kicking it with. And so, where, wow. where was it? When, when was this? This was um July. Oh, not July. Because you got on an East, uh, like literally the video dropped like January, like right, top of the right. year, so 2022. It was, it was, um, it was, was late July or August of last year when I went out to Paris and did okay. that event. Oh, so, so this happened pretty quick. August, September, October, yeah, November, so December. Literally spent that weekend with them, and I met Brian Cook, who like runs 32 and Etnies and all that other stuff. And he was just like, hey, let's talk shop when you get back to town. And I was like, dude, I'd love to. Because he was like, I didn't know who he was at all. I wasn't thinking anything about it. He sure. was like, oh, what's up with your shoes and blah, blah, blah. Like, and I'm like, oh, I just, I'm just skating, having a good time. Like, I've been riding Converse shoes for years, but like yeah, seven years of riding Converse hadn't really gone too far. Gone anywhere, yeah, so. right. I was that, like, yeah, I'm always down to talk shop. And also, like, my feet were hurting, dude. I, mean, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I skate transition, man. You know how many, you see how, how many transition skaters you see skating Converse? Yeah, yeah. it's tough. I, but it, I always take the meeting. Always take the meeting. Doesn't oh, matter, dude, of right? Course. That's, that's and, a, and the, the age old thing. They were super, super awesome dudes. Like, yeah. And being skater owned is like my kind of shit. Dude, you know? what? Like, 36 years? Yeah, Pierre, 36 years in business. 86. Something like that. 80s is when Pierre created his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, a long time. But nothing happened with Converse. That's interesting. Did you have do, uh, conversations with them? Yeah, yeah. Like... So I just uh, went to Rob Collins. Yeah. Um, super nice dude. Mm -hmm. Super rad dude from Boston. Um, and he always hooked me up with shoes, and they'd give me like some travel budget and stuff like that. Sick. Or whatever. That's good. Okay. So they, they pay for some flights and hotels. So I'm very thankful and grateful for all of the people at Converse and right. all the people I interacted with there yeah. because they're awesome. Just, I mean, they're smaller, you know, smaller, not smaller, but like. They have a more, they have a, like a. Demographic and what they're going for. Like, I understand that I wasn't really there. Like, you know, I'm not there. What's that dude's name? You should have been. Early grabs? Uh, Sean. Oh, he's a dude that. Pushes and like he has like the flames and like Sean Pablo. Sean Pablo. Sean Pablo. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not their niche. You know. You could have got a shirt with flames. I could have. Could have fit right in. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Tennessee. I'm a little. I'm a little too close to a redneck for that. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, Oh, he's wearing camo and uh, flames. Yeah. He's just another Tennessean. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not gonna think anything different of that. But that's awesome though. That that must have been a good feeling to get on the Etnies program. And then uh, your part was rad. It was rad that they did it all at the Etnies park the, yeah the, i was your, in the middle video. of filming for this red bull part that drops on saturday yeah and i was just like they're like yeah let's film a part and i was like yeah let's film a part and i was like whoo oh, like, <laughs> that's a lot oh. going on like, my yeah. body's been hurting a lot you know i'm in between like a mission they're like you want to film it at the etnies park and i was like sure i'd not skated the etnies park since 2013 okay and i came out to california on a trip and they so, changed it a lot since then too the only yeah they, they had like that new back section bowl yeah and then they had that black pool of doom that's like so steep um it's a fun park though it's just really spread out yeah how, did, how long yeah. did it take to film that 
It was like four days, five so days. So that wasn't bad. You just busted like, out a quick part. Well, it's, it's, awesome. a, it's a skate park, so yeah, it makes yeah. it a little bit ah, easier. But, but still, that's all, that's professional shit right there. Yeah, when you, they ask you to do a part, you're like, I'm going to do it. Even though I have other stuff going on, I'm going to do this. And you did it. I try my best to keep everyone happy. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, they all keep me happy, so like, it's a good return. Yeah, it's, it's a win-win, dude. Yeah, yeah, give some, take some. Yeah, yeah. But it was awesome. cool, man. I, I like it. I'm not a transition skater, but you are. It's it's insane to watch you. It's insane. Well, like, I really appreciate it. The um, just the way that you do tricks and like you know even like your front threes, you like bone them out in this like weird knee bend way. Yeah, like it's you lay your leg down. Yeah, it's really sick. Even your front, yeah, front side ollies too. Yeah. But yeah, but where's inspiration? Where's where's your inspiration come from? God, there's so many people that had to be. Grant Taylor, dude. Oh, oh wow. my dude, god! When yeah. I was little, just watching like his 2010 Sodi video, just yeah, just, like everything he did, I was like, I want to be Grant Taylor. Like, right? Why would you grab your board? That shit is so whack. <laughs> like, if you can do it with no grab, like, why would you ever touch your board? You know, like it yeah. is so sick, just in free, just to see the legs go up and. Yeah, and fully control your board. Yeah. Ring, like it's just natural. It's, it's organic. It's what skateboarding started as, you know, yeah. on Ollie. It's all it was was an Ollie on a little bank, front side or back side. Sure, you know? yeah. sure. Do you ever skate with like Clay Kreiner or any so of those? So I used to skate with those boys, all the Clay, like Clay's house is called Stoop House. I used to skate with them quite a bit. Like, okay. But uh, I haven't been skating with them as much recently. No. They've been doing like trips and they skate mega like every day. And Have you ever gone to the mega and tried it? I haven't gone to Bob's before. You could... I've skated Elliot's. Okay. Right. Elliot's is mellow. It's so fun. <laughs> okay. <It's>, okay. <laughs> you know, like compared to like an actual mega yes. ramp, like I pee myself looking at the mega. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, the mini mega is more like, yeah, like it's just a enlarged fun box. Yeah. And sure. versus like you might not make it across the 70 foot gap you know like but i mean like kudos, yeah, to, my, go full kudos to my homies that do it like all the time they love it oh like, yeah you could do it though if you uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah i could right if you had the opportunity and you were going to bob brinkwist house or they oh, had I'm a mega going, somewhere i'm like, going to air that for sure okay. there's no doubt okay. that I'm, I'm gonna gap it and do an air and i'm definitely skating that euro gap the euro gap looks money right like a 30 foot euro gap oh, the one on the side yeah oh, i yeah. <laughs> think sounds so good dude did you, you see the, one? the first person i've ever heard say excited that yeah. about it. Like, super excited. that just reminds me of like danny way's uh concrete one yeah. and that his his euro gap that the, goes the one in hawaii yeah. yeah bro i've been trying to get a hold of danny to get there oh i'm sure he would love to have you come out I there think it's bro just overgrown and then you oh, like, really? yeah because okay. i think it's like him him and collins or, hey, bring i'm not leaf, even sure bring the leaf blower dude you know get, bring it's the hedge hawaii trimmers. i'm sure i'm gonna need like a dixie chopper to get through that stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> But, but uh but you love that stuff that's awesome man i love all i love all skateboarding yeah it can be flat ground for all i care yeah, I, mean, like, yeah. I, I actually skate way more street nowadays and like sick more like ledges and manuals and stuff than i have been before right especially and even now i skate more i feel like that kind of stuff than i do transition at the moment mm. and just because that's how skateboarding is it's transitionary and no yeah. pun intended but because you, you skate know. like poods a lot right? yeah is it's that, like yeah. my local parks and Kind of got burnt out on skating the same bowls where I live, so it's kind of more. Mm. It's more refreshing to me to have struggles because street's getting so much more difficult for me. Like mm. learning nolly crooks <clears throat> was so humbling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. It took me every bit of thirteen years of my skating to even get close to a nolly crook, and now eighteen years or seventeen years in, I can nolly crook if I really need to. You You're know? like, but it ain't great, you know. And by no means am I proud of it, but it's like, just to get there though, like, yeah, I couldn't nolly. Like, yeah. beginning of COVID, I couldn't even do a nolly flip on flat. Like, really? And dude, I was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
for some reason that just never flicked. It never it never clicked on how to flick switch. So I couldn't do all the heels, couldn't do switch heels, switch flips. I could only switch tray flip. I could switch Ollie and switch tray. Yeah. And that's it. I'm I like, could kind of understand that for some reason. Like makes no sense. Well, to me it does because there's so much timing on like a pop and a flip with a switch flip. Switch tray, you just fling it. You, yeah, yeah. You can just totally well, hail Mary and like whatever. But uh wait, how did you so how did you start learning it during the pandemic? So literally, um, so I lived with Tom Shar and Vincent Matheron. That's who I moved out to California with. We both, we all got a place in Carlsbad, California. And this was like January, 2020. So right before the pandemic, mm. uh, around February, March, uh, France started shutting down really heavily, um, before America did. Mm-hmm. And it really put my roommate, like it really scared my roommate. Cause he was like getting all this news from France saying like, this is going to, you know, all this horrible stuff. Sure. Oh yeah. He was, yeah. and he was in the Olympics too, wasn't he? Yeah. He so, ended up being in the Olympics. Both yeah. of my, well, not both, sorry, but Vincent ended up being in the Olympics. Yeah. Um, but so he, he got really scared. So he was like, Hey man, I just don't want you guys leaving the house. I don't want you guys going out. If you guys can help it. And like, and everything was shut down anyway. So mm-hmm. we're just like, oh, that's yeah, good. Me and Tom were like totally cool with just like, yeah, it's fine. We'll order groceries to the house, you know, yeah. be real clean, wear masks, everything else. But um, where was I going? Oh, like, nolly, nolly, flips. Nolly, nolly flips. Oh, so so this happened. He's like, we're not leaving the house. So like we just skate in the garage, you know, because okay. we had a garage there and no one parked in it ever, hardly. So we just skate in the garage. And I was like just literally battling because I didn't understand that you can't just like lean f- like that. You can't just like for nollie flips you gotta literally just be like tiago and straighten your back out yeah yeah, yeah. pretend like pretend like you know what you're doing like <laughs> super tech and then do it and it works out way better but yeah i mean i literally just had to try them you know i, had yeah. to, I don't know how many butt knives i had to endure to get through to get a nollie heel on flat but butt knives that's a tennessee term <laughs> okay okay you know we got yeah, credit or debit but we don't want to say credit card or you butt knife yeah you butt knife <laughs> I've never heard that. That's amazing. Yeah, you never heard butt knife? No. Oh, that's the worst. Credit card. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard yeah. Butt knife. Butt <laughs> never heard it. Strictly when the board goes up your butt cheeks and I, you I, I get it. I get it. I, I get it. Paint a clearer picture. <laughs> God bless you. Oh man. Uh, but that's funny, man. It's funny that it took you. Well, because like you know, you grew up and you. I mean, your forte, let's say, is is transition. Absolutely. So skating, flat ground. It's actually like a, a good thing that that happened. Absolutely, you know, to like well, to like you know start to the the well rounding process. Yeah, right, oh, I, could, I could always skate like rails or hubbas or sure, gaps sure. or whatever, but flat ground just never nolly figured flips. that one out. Yeah, interesting. And the thing is, I could I could correction. I've done nollie flips, couldn't just, do a nollie flip. Like I couldn't just sit on here and be like, oh, I can nollie flip and right. do a nollie flip that I would be like, yeah, you guys can see that. Yeah, <laughs> like, you would on my Instagram in 2018. I did a nollie flip board slide on a bump to bar, uh-huh. but I mean, you can tell that I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> whatsoever. Like, sure, I sat there for two hours just trying to nollie flip to board slide on a one foot rail. You know, so <laughs> that's not that's a lot of commitment for a nollie flip yeah. into a board slide. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, it, I'm not proud of the clip, but it, 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 <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I, yeah, I did it. it right, happened. right. Uh, that's <laughs> great. Somewhere. That's great. Yep. Uh, so it's good, Tennessee. I mean, that's a long way from uh, L.A. Yeah, it's a long way from L.A. Yeah, totally different vibes. What was the um, what, what was the journey to get here to L.A.? Um, it's a long one. It's not really like one step involved, you know. So, you know, I started skateboarding around age five. Oh wow! There's not a lot to do in Gallatin, Tennessee. What uh, is there to do in Gallatin? Like for real? Like is there like a fair farming, or the, farming? The, farming. Yeah, there's a farming and agriculture. A lot okay. of a lot of industrial like 
warehouse jobs and stuff like Beretta's out of there and CIP. So like different car parts factories and gun Got factories. You. Got now you. Facebook moved to Gallatin. Really? Oh. Yeah, huge, huge server database there. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, my aunt's actually the mayor of Gallatin right Amazing. now. Amazing. Wow. So, Small city. So but. if you go back there, you get a parking ticket, you're good. Oh, I'm straight. Just yeah, go. okay. <laughs> no, no. It's, Auntie, it's like I got a parking ticket. She ain't going to help me with parking. That's oh, my fault. Shit, you're okay. not going to get a parking ticket in Gallatin. No? <laughs> no, that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's like, okay. we're a small, like, hick town. I've never even seen a parking you're ticket. Like, you've never <laughs> seen a parking ticket. <laughs> I, don't, that, I don't think that exists. Street sweeping, who? Yeah, like, no, no, no. <laughs> We don't got to clean the streets. The streets what, don't get dirty. Like, what, what's the population? Uh, the population, when I was younger, like in 2000, it was like 25,000, and now it's like upwards of 40, 40 to 50. I mean, still 40 to 50, that, that's pretty small. A, small. Sure. Definitely kind of decent now. Like, there are mm -hmm. a lot of apartment homes popping up and like tons of businesses. Well, especially if there's job opportunities there, too. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. There's yeah. so much opportunity. There's tons of jobs. Gaps also out of where I'm at. So there's oh, seriously. a huge gap warehouse. Every kid in high school works at Gap. Okay. Because you instead of getting the 725 minimum wage, you get $15. You get the, you get okay. the Cali prices. Right. Oh. Straight out of, in high school, anybody, $15 an hour. If you work at the Gap Warehouse, but you have to do full time, or like oh. twenty something hours. So, so this like, is a Gap Warehouse. It's yeah, not like yeah. stores. No, no, it's not a store. It's right. just, we're like industrial, industrial yeah. and farming, agriculture. Okay, okay. So we do have storefronts and all that other stuff. Right. Don't get me wrong, but so. But anyway, so but I you just, found skating. So I was a terrible kid. Basically, my biological parents were really abusive. They're mm. bad drug addicts. So I had put myself in a very bad situation where I was getting kicked out of schools a lot when I was in elementary school I got kicked out of multiple schools by like how do you get kicked grade. out of elementary school that's what I'm saying they, they <laughs> kick you out in kindergarten like first grade like yeah. I'm a pretty you try to find the teacher or something I definitely fought teachers I threw chair I mean I did everything I was a horrible kid oh, I didn't understand how to handle my anger I didn't understand how to transfuse it into something positive mm. I didn't understand there was even options or outlets for that. I watched, you know, if I saw an my parents, how they handled arguments. Mm -hmm. So I copied that. Right. And that's not how you handle arguments, obviously. You can't just throw your desk at the teacher and be like, hey, <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. You know, it doesn't work. They're not going <laughs> to yeah. like you. Right. Yeah. Can't try to bite your teacher. You know, you can't bring handcuffs to school. All sorts of things. Um, they don't like, you know. Uh, in elementary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they, they okay. hate that. Yeah. They hate when you do that. Um, Who was it that brought the grenade to school? Is it Paul Hart? I have no idea. Oh, oh maybe it was, but that's that's nuts. But it was like a replica. Right? Luckily, yeah. I just brought handcuffs. Was, my, my mom was on. I didn't bring a gun or nothing. My mom had all sorts of stuff around the house I could have brought, but luckily, I don't think I did. So the upbringing uh, wasn't like upbringing to wasn't get ideal. you like you know, you didn't have any direction or discipline no. or any. And of that stuff. my uncle wasn't even married to my aunt at the time. Uh, my aunt is my mom's sister, mm. but he was very in integral in like getting me out of the house so when i was five he had bought me a little honda 50cc motorcycle Sick. so and he wanted me to get into motocross and kind of take him out take me out doing that because he had a yamaha 450 okay so he took me to tony hawk's boom boom huck jam and he was like look man like look at all this is awesome yeah look at the motocross and i'm like tony hawk and Andy mcdonald what <laughs> like you had never seen skateboarding never seen skateboarding that. in my life wow. first first exposure and i was just absolutely enthralled completely enveloped in skateboarding and, all that. and my uncle had skated when he was younger as a mm. teenager so he was just like all right cool just go get his old, the old boards out maybe get some more boards were you like, into the motocross were you into riding that stuff or was it just kind of like, into it a little bit like mm. just when i was little though because i was such a little demon yeah like i was just so so off the wall hyperactive which could kind of be good for that like I, first time like, on the motorcycle i remember my uncle my uncle tells me the story all the time he's like i can't believe you survived i get on the motorcycle and he's like, whatever you do don't pin it you know that's how, that's what how does pin it mean? Throttle. Full throttle. You don't, gotcha. don't open it wide. Okay. And so we're, this is like the, the farmhouse over here. We're at the barn, which is about, I'd say like 
a football field away. Mm-hmm. And there's like open field driveway and a boat parked underneath the carport. It's my uncle's boat. So he goes in there. He's like, whatever, you just don't throttle it. But this is how you shift gears and all this other stuff. And he's like, all right, go. Just full speed straight at the house, straight towards the boat. You know, no turning, nothing. Sounds like America's funniest home video. Oh, right. yeah, no. Just take off. And my uncle said he just saw me. He's like, no, whatever. And I just fall sideways and just slide fully padded just underneath the boat. Oh, Didn't hurt me or the bike. Just bike slid on the boat. I slid under the boat. Do you re- remember this or is this a story I rem- that he tells I remember, you? I remember pinning it. Okay. I don't remember like the boat. I just remember pinning it and then like crying. So you must have like crying. ditched. You must have literally ditched the bike because well, you were I, heading straight to the I boat. I think he just told me that. I just fell over. Okay. Like straight was just like, what? Yeah. Like didn't know what I was doing at all. I mean, I've ridden some of those minis before. Just my, my, my buddy uh, growing up, he had a, had a little mini. And the first time I got on it, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because you could easily just throttle. Yeah. You could easily just get yeah. on there and, whoa, and just, I mean, I fucking went up a mountain one time by accident. Oh. <laughs> well, accident. it was like, you know, I Not went up and then fell back down. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Tumbling. Yeah. yeah. But um, but anyways, yeah. So yeah, so, five years old, and you saw Tony Hawk at Boo Boom Hunk Jam. Tony Hawk and Andy and McDonald that fucking did it for you. Absolutely secured the deal. That's crazy. But um, yeah, he gave me that bike. Didn't really use it that much, honestly. No, rode it some. He made trails and stuff. We had like uh, his his parents had property, and he he had some of it too. Mm-hmm. So he built all these crazy like motocross jumps and okay. like divots and trails. Like he was so badass. But he must have been psyched that you were psyched on skating now because he was skated. He was just awesome. He yeah. supported me. Like he's, it's like unspoken. He's always supported me so heavily. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Very blessed to have someone. Like and that. he gave you your first board. He gave me my first board, which was a Vallely, looking just like that green one right there. But it, I think it was a Vallely skateboard, little it was popsicle when he, stick. When, when Mike had Vallely skateboards, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I had that one. That one was fire. Damn. How did you keep up with skateboarding at that point? Were you just watching videos, magazines? See, I never watched <laughs> the videos when I was growing up. Yeah. It's almost like I lived without internet, but I didn't, but I kind of, I didn't have like the, you know, social media devices and mm-hmm. access to the computer all the time. I was a kid living, you know, outside and mm-hmm. going to school and like just doing day to day things like that. So I'd see the magazines. Uh, okay. When I was real little, I used to see the magazines and thought all that shit was fake. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. I've never seen someone skate this good. You know, I've skated with I skate with people all the time and I was like, no one skates that good. Like I I would think they'd like pose or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, there's no way you got on that ledge. Yeah, that okay. didn't happen. That that's not possible. I would mm-hmm. literally go and be like, mm-mm, mm-mm. And then like finally when I started watching the videos by like 12, 13, you know, really getting into it, I'd be I was like, wow. It all came together. People are so good at skateboarding, you know, like it's not just like Grant Taylor's is just like it's the best ever. It's like there's a lot of people that can rip, you know. Mm, sure. And really get into like the history. And my uncle tried to teach me, but I was I did not listen. Well, when you're a little kid, <laughs> yeah. you're you're kind of focused on what's going on at the moment yeah. and everything. It takes a while to like then learn and go back in time, you know. Right. I mean, when right. I first started skating, I didn't give, I didn't give a fuck about what happened before that. Yeah. You know. I mean, I knew like I read like Hasoy's. Well, you know, you know like, little things, but you're not really invested. I hadn't like studied the history of skateboarding, watched the videos. I had just read books. Yeah, if I'm being honest, I, all I did was read books when I was little. I had like the AR, almost had the AR record at my school for like doing the book test after you read the book. Oh, really? AR points? Yeah. Oh. I used to be crazy at that. I was, like read the whole Harry Potter series and. But Aragon it sounds to me like you were like that. a like a horrible student, but then no, you no, turned no. into kind I of. I was an amazing student. I've, okay, I've never gotten anything but an A in my life, except Seriously. for one class. I got a, one class ever. I didn't get an A in, but everything else, I've, I was top ten in my school. Wow, I dude. did awesome. All okay, 
all throughout schooling, but I was a horrible, horrible, like I was just But you're like bad a ticking behavior. time bomb. Ticking time bomb. Bad behavior. Terrible behavior. You know, I'd right. talk back to the teachers. I'd mess with them, you know, like just walk and you know, get into class and, oh, my mouse doesn't work. I put tape under it, you know, like stuff like that, like just demon. What, 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 at what point in time did that, did the demon turn into like a civilized human? <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. Don't look at me. <laughs> it's no, a work I'm, just in progress. I'm just kidding. It's always a work in progress. No, I just absolutely, um, but I I think it was just like I really like the comedy time. aspect in high school. I thought you know class clown. Class clown. Okay, yeah. Because I I didn't have trouble with school, and I was in all like the AP and dual enrollments, and mm. whatever the difficult stuff was supposed to be, and I didn't have troubles, so I just goofed off, and the teachers hated that. Did your uncle like help guide you in that sense? Uh, I had to have good grades. Yeah. For sure, there wasn't really like my, my uncle was great about that. He wasn't he wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna beat you if you don't like. You know, he he was a super mellow, but he didn't have to say anything. I was so, he was so intimidating. He never had to say a word. He could just look at me and I'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> better get this 88 to a 95 oh, today. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Talking to my teacher like, can I bring tissue paper for extra points? Like, <laughs> I'm like extra go. credit projects, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. But um. No, nah, wow. I mean, he, he definitely was like, yeah, you got to have, you know, if you want to go on trips and skateboarding, you know, I'll take you. I'll take mm. you to go take to this contest, but you got to have, you know, you got to have your grades up. Right, know? right. I Which mean, is good. It was, I mean, it was yeah. unspoken, though. Like, he gotcha. never he never had to be like, you need to work on your work and like mm. you really need to so, like try harder or focus or study. I mean, they wanted me to study because right. I didn't very mm -hmm. often. And then by the time I tried to learn how to study, it was more or less the, proce the process of learning how to study versus actually learning the material. Mm. Oh. Because I could always absorb the material, but like learning how to study for something was totally different. This episode is brought to us by AG1. It is very important to me that the supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for years I have been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands out there, AG1 conducts relentless testing to set the standard for purity and potency. It's also researched and developed by an in-house team of scientists, doctors, and nutritionists with decades of experience in their respective fields. I know that I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances, while the industry standard, guess what, typically only tested for 10. That's why the Nine Club has partnered with AG1 for so long, because they make such a high-quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get your free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash nine club. All you got to do in your URL, type drinkag1.com slash nine club at checkout. Go give it a try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, because it sounds to me like you had you grew up with kind of like no rules, no holds barred, do whatever the hell you want, mm. and then you went to like live with your uncle, right? And that's when it kind of you had your yeah. I mean, he just you had rules now, structure, structure. Yeah. There you go. Right. Wow, I can't imagine. I mean, 
And then, so you were just skating every day? I mean, what, how would you skate no. in the driveway? So I'd skate the driveway some. He skate got, He had me a nice little element flat bar. You know, I had the okay. uh, element launch ramp. Nolly flip board slides? Uh, never. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I had my mean share of back and front 50s on that thing. Board slides. Nolly back lip. Classic, classic, classic. <laughs> that one, that one. You hit the you you hit the end of the rail, like just just, just the like, last where the where the thing goes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, nolly front lip, yeah. nolly back lip, nolly back lip, fakey. Sure, fakey front board. You know, just all the little do bobbers. I don't even know what those are called. Right, all the tricks you shouldn't do. Little bonks. <laughs> They're fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're so fun. Yeah. But it gets you adjusted. It yeah. gets you. You're learning. You're learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're learning. You're learning. I had an aggregate driveway with you know big old lines every six foot. So oh no, it wasn't the worst. It was like pea. Oh, not pea gravel. It wasn't good. Pebble Tech. Pebble Tech. Yeah, yeah that sounds yeah. that sounds yeah. like a good name for it. <laughs> you would put like the rail over the little gap. Oh, of course. Yeah. And you yeah. pop before the lines. So yeah. Right, right, right. And then when did skate parks and start the, coming in? So there is basically when I started skateboarding in 2004, 2005, the Gallatin Skate Park opened. And Gallatin Skate Park was just a few metal modular ramps, but mm -hmm. it had a perfect like metal hip mini ramp that was like four foot, four foot wide. Mm -hmm. um, There's like wax boxes, those plastic boxes. Okay. And a couple flat bars, square rail. It's, it was very normal park, Basic. lots of fun. And then like in Nashville, about an hour, an hour, 45 minutes away at Sixth Avenue Skate Park, they had a huge BMX course till about 2008. And then uh, the convention center came in and they moved, they got rid of that park and turned it into like a street course park with okay. a mini ramp, which is also still yeah. my local got you and that then there's also two rivers uh or concrete wave country mm -hmm. which is the outdoor park and has like a pool a flow bowl and a street course so that's when the kind of the trenches in skating started to happen yeah, going my, to that park so my uncle on sundays because he didn't want me to just be there and just ruining the session for everybody else <laughs> you know what i mean okay. like so, so, well some little kids you know just popping in pumping back and forth for five minutes you understand who the grom? yeah yeah who yeah. brought the grom you know yeah. you don't you don't want to be that guy. So my uncle would like wake me up before early church. So we had early church at 845. Because mm -hmm. we always go to church. Grew up very Christian. Okay. Um, but he'd wake me up at like six and we'd drive to Nashville 30 minutes away. I'd pump, you know, pump the bowl for two hours and then he'd drive me straight to church. Straight oh, from straight from Nashville back to Gallatin so we could meet, make it on church on time. So you know? he'd take you before anybody was there. Yeah, he'd take me so I could have like that full session so I wouldn't bother anybody, you know, and like... My uncle was just clutch. I love that. Would yeah. he skate with you? Yeah. Sick. He fully skated with me. Like, I love, yeah. When, when did you, do you remember your first scratch on the coping? I remember so many things. I remember my first rolling. At, that was at Gallatin Park. I remember I eating it so hard on the first attempt. Like full commit. Not f full commit until I was about to land. Yeah. And then the full bail, you know. <laughs> like yeah. feet on the board, full bail. <sighs> and then... For that park, I remember like I remember the biggest thing for me at that park was dropping into the pool, because I would not get myself to drop into the pool because my board stuck up. Whenever yeah. I put on the pool coping, it wouldn't level; it'd stick up. But I could <laughs> drop it anywhere else, but I couldn't drop it on the pool. And my uncle would always be like, "Hey, let's play follow leader. Let me follow you." So I'd follow him around the park, and I do that to everybody. I'd walk up and be like, "Hey, let me follow your line." Okay. Everybody, just because it was fun for me, because I was like, "Oh, I'll go up to this." You know, I grew up skating with a Corey Martinez and Nathan Williams, which are like pro BMXers. And I'd be like, hey, can I can I copy your line or can I do that? It looks so much fun, you know? Mm -hmm. I'd be like, yeah, sure. Just, and I just like copy their line in the bowl, like just wee air, air, all, air all the hips and stuff, you know? Okay. That's kind of why the transition started because like I had really good street skater influences as well, but the BMX uh, influencers were a lot more prevalent. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Um, but anyways, so I was playing follow the leader, whatever, with my uncle, mm -hmm. and he knew I wanted to drop it on the bowl, so he just took off and... 
told him I was like, I'll go anywhere you go. And he's like, really? And he just drops into the pool. And so I dropped in right behind him. And that was like a huge accomplishment for me because I dropped in on the six foot and I dropped it on the eight foot. And I dropped it on the 10 foot. And then Ooh. like next time I came, I rolled it on the six foot and then I rolled it on the eight no, foot. The, the next time you came. Well, maybe not the next exact time, okay, but okay, like okay. pretty soon thereafter. That's I, gnarly. I like rolled in the six and I rolled in the eight and I was going to roll into the deep end and the deep end's just death. And the whole bowl's not well built. It's like the six foot's oververt. Wow. The eight foot's the best training and the 10 foot's just like a vert ramp. Okay. You know? Gotcha. And, uh, my uncle's like, yeah, you're not rolling into that, you know. I also broke my leg in that pool when I was eight. No. Oh, gnarly. Gnarly break. Really? First day or second day of summer. Oh, right damn. out of school. It was my day before my birthday. What? How did you break? Oh. How would you? What happened? I just learned early grab front side errors, and I was so proud of myself, you know. I was eight years old. I was like, I'm showing everybody at the park. So I'd go. I went up to, you know. Someone at the park, I was like, hey, you want to see my front side air? And take him across the park and show him my front side air. <laughs> you and were one back. of those kids. Yeah, oh, I was oh, shit. <laughs> full hyper. Are they watching? Are they watching? <laughs> okay, kid, let's go watch your no, front side air. What, yeah, literally. And you know, these right. dudes were just trying to like, you know. Have their session. Yeah, they're yeah. just trying to have their session. They're like, whatever, we'll come over there. So I get a, I get a couple people over there. I'm like, oh, watch this front side air. You know, you're going to be blown away. Right. Um, you're going to be so stoked. And I go and I go as fast as I can. I fly. I go to knee slide and I like put my feet down and my ankle just goes whoop just oh. twists all the way around and i remember laying there and looked at my leg and i was like oh my god worst pain i ever felt in my life and i was like ah! those blood curdling oh, screams wow. and like funny enough um i ended up getting sponsored by the skate shop dude that was there like right after i got back to skateboarding sick donnie meyer he was old pro for zorlak in the 90s i've heard that name yeah uh, he had a skate shop down in franklin but he was there and he like helped me get out of the bowl and stuff and like was it yeah. like a, was it your ankle or so your my, actual leg? My leg was just huge in the middle, and so we drove back from Nashville to Gallatin, and my uncle's like, "Are you sure you're hurt?" And I'm just like, "Ah!" Are you sure? Like, <laughs> your foot's backwards. Well, my foot was fine; it came back, oh, okay, but like okay. my leg was all jacked. And he was just okay. like, "Are you like, you sure you want to go?" Because I was petrified of hospitals, and I was like, "Yeah, whatever." Oh. So he like took me in. I like clawed through his hand, getting the IV and Good stuff, petrified God. of needles at the time. Damn. Not anymore. I mean, eight years old, like it's a whole yeah, experience. First, yeah. Your first big injury, you Jeez. know? And then like I had my friend Cade come over and we get ice cream and played skate two or skate <laughs> one. I think is the one that was out at the time. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that was my birthday. God. And then I had a full summer in the cast and I got my boot the week before school started. Did you get surgery? No, I broke my tibia. I fractured my the big one, tibia, okay. like really gnarly, both sides of the bottom, and it just went up my entire leg. Oh, God damn. So like it was like both sides, and then just like straight up till about like two inches above the top of the leg bone. So that was just, you have to chill for a couple months. Two and a half months in a cast, 10 yeah. weeks or something, 12 wow. weeks. Wow. But you know, at, at eight years old, I'm sure that didn't deter you, you know, go no, back I, to I'd the have park. My, I'd have my leg like sitting on the pool and my body mm. would be swimming. You know? <laughs> can't get it wet. Yeah, you can't get it wet. Yeah. So I'd like literally have it outside the pool, like holding me above the water. Like, <laughs> I've never heard anyone doing that. That's I, I at one point was skating with my my like thing. Like I was, I'd squat because it was a full leg cast and skate down the driveway fully squatted in a cast. It was a full leg. It went past oh, your knee almost, and all the way up to your hip. Yeah, all the way to my hip. It was awful. But Damn. I mean, like getting back into skating, you're eight years old, probably didn't affect you too much of like getting back up on the horse so it to wasn't speak. I, I, I remember just being like yeah i gotta skate yeah you know, i need to go that, back when and you're skate. That, I, I think i remember being like when i was eight like oh, i hate this i'm done i'm never gonna skate again i'm hurt for like a day <laughs> like yeah like 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. you know just because i couldn't go do something at that time i was all upset but for sure but then you mentioned that when you got back to skating uh the the shop sponsored you yeah so amazing I started getting like 
don't know if I was getting discount. I don't even remember discounted products or yeah, free but still, products. Still, you feel special. You yeah. felt so special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like being a little kid and just being on a local shop mm-hmm. that actually claimed me too. It wasn't just like, oh, this kid's getting like I'm not like secretly getting hooked up. He was just like, yeah, Jake skates for the shop. Dumb. And I was like, ah. That's so rad. Getting recognized or getting anything. Yeah, and being like, a part of a crew, right? And being yeah, a part of a crew is go. a big part of skateboarding. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's like one of the most essential parts. Yeah. If you don't have a crew, it's kind of like... Yeah, it's, it's like if you skate by yourself, you're... I don't know. Rodney. It's boring. Well, it's Rodney... Boring. But Rodney has proven his way of being a part of a crew. And right. And can go do whatever he wants. True, <laughs> true. <laughs> but there are people, it's like... um a cup holder. Good to know. I think uh, Bucky Lassick, he would go and skate by himself. You're right. He would try, you know, he had to go skate that whole, you know, the half pipe by himself. There's nothing wrong with that. Skateboarding, no. skateboarding is whatever it want, whatever it is to you. Totally, totally. Yeah. I just, I, I love the camaraderie. I love the vibe. I love, I love the crew, the energy. You feed off the energy of other people. Yeah. It's like you need that, like, I need that feed, you know? I need Raj to be watching me, you know? And that pressure. clapping and cheering and... Just Raj. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> if it's just Raj, it's fine. <laughs> Only him. Yeah. But you know what I mean? That one person, though. At least, yeah. I could have that energy. Yep. And that's what I need. For sure. I like to skate with other people, too. Yeah. I skate by myself, but I just lose my mind most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm never satisfied with anything. So I'm like, I'll do the best Nolly Hill of my life, and I'll be like... <laughs> Like I need to, I need to fix that, you know. Like, it's good though. We're we're our perfectionist. Yeah. We're it's right perfectionist, and we're our worst critic. Oh, wow, I hope sure. so. So I mean, we got. Hopefully, no one dislikes me as much as I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, when I skate by myself all the time, and it's more of that. I just want that feeling of doing something, of landing something, accomplishment, accomplishment. Yeah. When you land shit, like that's why I do the flat ground. If you keep landing at tricks, you're just like. I did something and it feels good, dude. Yeah, at least you did something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. not getting on your board is way worse than skating solo. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Get that dopamine hit. Yeah. No, it's, oh, I mean, that's why we skateboard, yeah. dude. We skateboard because we get that feeling. Yeah. Well, we it's, as, as skaters, we, you, you can't describe how it feels to land a trick. No. Yeah. You can't, it's, it's impossible. You can, you can give adjectives like it's, you know, dopamine, it's the best feeling, but you can't describe it. Only, only us know. Yeah. what it's like yeah I, don't, I really can't even think to put it into words see so when you're out there in galveston no wait no Gal- Gal- i'm not from galveston where, Texas. Where, where, where? i'm from gallatin tennessee gallatin gallatin, gallatin. Yes, so when you're out in gallatin you get sponsored by the shop uh what what came next after that did you get a, a uh, so any other little I was sponsors eight. i did like uh the king of the groms contest Oh yeah, did that for a few years. Down, it was down in Progressive Progressive Skate Park in Canton, Georgia, which is near Atlanta, like three hours, three and a half from where I lived. Okay. So my uncle would take me down to that, and then um, do well. Yeah, I ended up winning something like the Mini Ramp Bowl, or winning both or something. I oh. can't remember. I did well in it though. Okay. And I got invited to go to Minneapolis to go to like King of the Grounds Championships, but I wasn't able to go because my grandpa passed away at that time. Oh. And then, Damn. Ended up going two years later to Minneapolis, but I started doing more and more contests, like oh. slowly traveling. Like those were at third layer. Third layer, yeah. yeah. That's where the finals were at third layer. Mm. Um, were you filming it all at this point too, or are you just doing contests? Yeah, I definitely have some old like I wasn't like filming for parts, but I just had like little compilations with like local bands music in the background okay that, like i skated with their kids so, oh sick you know so we had like my little sponsor me parts that i'd send out you <laughs> no know? way bro. yeah i sent one out to like 
Lifeblood skateboards and they just sent me an email saying no. <laughs> Same no. capital N O. And like, not, I mean, like they were going out of business, I think, or something oh, at the time. Man. So there's like, no, I think they actually said that, like, no, we're not doing great or something. Oh. But then also those bones, I sent them one and they they just straight up said, like, we're not going to look at it unless you have a shoe sponsor and a clothing sponsor. What? No That's way. Interesting. This was like a long time ago, like okay. 2013, 2012. But Ooh, I, I remember from like, or it's from Or it's from Vern. Yeah. It's probably that's something like From a burn. burn. Thing. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna get burned for that one. Yeah, get it. I love burn. Should find that email. Find that email. But um, both are great. That's people, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, signature. Not, not disparaging anybody. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, like however many years. Plus, it was like fully padded camo shorts. You know, ripping. <laughs> um, Dad cam. Oh, type. Full, yeah. full like just like. My uncle poached from the park, you know? Yeah. Um, but then anything after that? Did you actually get on something? Yeah. So, um, wow, what was my first real sponsor? Board company? I started getting like, I got like, when I was like 12, I started randomly started to get stuff. Um, I got on like Honky Tonk Skateboards, which was Donnie Myers' brand. Honky in Tonk. Tennessee. And then that was a very t Tennessee company. Yeah. Tennessee as fuck, <laughs> brother. Uh, um, but we, uh, Whenever I went to Woodward, so I ended up doing that King of the Groms contest, and I won in 2011. I won half off a week at Woodward. And How so sick! By doing that, Monk was like, "You save up your half. Like, I'll get you there. I'll drive you there." And I was like, "Awesome!" That's right. What is Saving it? Like half. two grand or something? A thousand. When, when I went, it was like eleven hundred bucks. Yeah. Still, that's a lot and to like, save up nowadays, for a kid. Nowadays, it's like thirteen to like sixteen. I think for the, for a week. For a week. Wait, oh, I so that's more than that. But it's also it's not it's not more than that. I think the max is like sixteen or seventeen. Oh shit! Okay. Because you have to buy a, a ticket as well, or if you were to fly out there. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta, gotta you gotta pay for your tra transportation. Transportation, and then, and then once you're that. there, you know they pay for all your, it's like lodging, food, yeah. camp, right. amenities. Like you have extra money for canteen or whatever you want. But like, I mean, honestly, it's a pretty. It makes sense. It's like club networks. Like Club Med. Club <laughs> Are you going on vacation? I haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> Club for skaters. Wait, wait. So you start, You went there in what year was that? 2011. And I had like a, a super amazing instructor. His name was Andrew. Longest last name I've ever heard in my life with an M. Andrew <laughs> Mickle, 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 something. <laughs> but uh, he was such a good vert skater. And it really like pushed me to like, because I was like, I didn't realize I was that. I didn't realize where like, my skating compared to others because uh, I'd never really been around a ton of other skaters. So I went there and I went to my cabin and we're doing like the, uh, what was it, observation? Was it oh testing? yeah, they, they see how good, like how the good you are. first day you can't skate, but you get like two minutes to skate to show off how good you are. Really? And I did like my, I did seriously did like the, I was so proud. I had like a run built in my head and it was <laughs> and like, I did a full run, you know, I was so hyped, skated great. And they're like. Which park did you skate? It was the school. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. It was back when the school had the, the mini ramp with the t four foot sections of Five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that that version <laughs> of it. So I just had like a ballpark in there, and I remember skating and like seeing all the kids. And I was like, whoa! Like, I thought every kid that came to Woodward was like training or something. And I got there and I was like, oh, kids are just kicking it. Like, right, there's kids that okay. don't know how to drop in in my cabin, which was perfectly fine. Yeah, right. I just had a different perspective of what. Oh, I was you thought doing. everyone was like there, like I'm gonna fuck shit up. Yeah, and, I like, thought yeah. I, I, I thought Camp Woodward was training grounds. I didn't realize like people had money. Or like people just wanted to like learn <laughs> yeah, the sport. Yeah, 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 yeah. People yeah. just wanted to learn. Like, I, I, like I didn't get have that. fun. I, I thought like our parents people, just wanted to get rid of the kids for the summer. Yeah, yeah. take care. Like people um, who the kids who went there like were serious. Yeah, and like I, good. But there was there was a good mix of everything, and I and I really like that too mm -hmm. because it kind of like yeah feed off of certain skaters Dude, and totally. build all the other things. But anyway, so I went there for a week. Next year I went like buy one week get one free again. So like 
got a week. I stay there, and I'm like, the whole time I'm there, I'm like, okay, I cannot afford to come back. And I know that I can't afford to come mm. back. Candy Groms is done. I'm not going to win another free week or whatever. Like, how can I, how can I come back? Like, how am I going to come back? So I was like super ultra mega suck up, like <laughs> helping out with everything around camp. I'm talking like trying, being, to, trying be, to earn those brownie points. Being the number one camper, okay? Being I'm like talking, Jake Rosenberg, right? I'm talking, about, like <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about cleaning the chalk off the sidewalks, running, picking up the hula hoops after the contest and like doing everything. And then finally they're like, hey, like Dave Malinsky was like, hey, you want to- Dave Malinsky, that's the fucking guy. Dude, random band. Okay, yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> Dave Malinsky, he, um, he's like, hey, like, would you like to be interviewed for possibly the Camp Woodward show? And I was like, yes. Oh, <laughs> Please and thank you. Yeah. I grew up watching Midler and Zion and Zane Timpson and R.I.P. All those guys in the Woodward show. Mm -hmm. You know, and I like, that was the shit. The Woodward show. Like that, Fuel TV, like I waited for that thing to drop, you know? I didn't have Fuel TV, of course, because who has who had Fuel TV? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I'd watch it online or whatever. And it was awesome. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll do the interviews. And uh, so I like got interviewed while I was there at camp. Mm -hmm. Got interviewed a few times, and like, they're like, wow, you you have like a story because you know, like my parents were drug addicts and weren't a part of my life really, mm -hmm. and just you know, I and you were little, telling little the story there at Woodward to these people. Well, your your story, yeah. Was, about well, they'd ask me questions about okay. everything, like my at home life doing a reality show, stuff. right, right, right. But I mean, still reality, for, but still for a young kid uh, to be talking about stuff like that. Yeah, I've always probably, I've always been an open book. Okay, so yeah, I like that. Got to be an open book. It's great if you share your experience and someone else can understand that their experience is similar and it can help them get through their part. Hundred thousand mm -hmm. percent. I have people text me all the time, message me on Instagram all the time, like thank you so much for sharing your story because I'm going through this. Like my right. dad killed himself when he was 15, or this or that, and wow. I'm like, oh, I'm really like, wow, I can relate to these people and. Yeah, communicate and have conversations, and mm -hmm. and there's a there's even a, maybe help some people out. And there's a light at the end of the tunnel, always. Yeah, and no matter how dark it gets, for sure. The storms, the storms the most before a sunny day. Hey, there we go. But Woodward, so Woodward interviews, so interviews, yeah. And then eventually, I like, did like a few interviews, and they're all stoked, and they're like, "Hey, we want you to fly out here, like three weeks when school starts, like the day that school starts. We want you to fly out here and do the Woodward TV show." And I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay. And my, my uncle was like, sure. My uncle was like, no oh, way. Yeah, I could not believe it. So After, my, uncle, okay. my uncle was like, you're just going to have to get all the schoolwork beforehand and wow. try to finish it so you can come back and not be lagging. And you're going to be gone for three weeks. So shout out to the school board for canceling school for 10 days leading up. So I only missed two days of school. Why'd they cancel? Uh, budget problems. They couldn't figure out the budget, so they canceled school and pushed it back. Did you hack into their computers and make it? How lucky is I that? I was a mayor. Wow. Not in <laughs> the mayor. Yeah. My aunt was not in the mayor. Yeah. She's not on her like 13th term or something. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wow, that's lucky right there. So lucky. So yeah, I ended up going back for Woodward for the Woodward, Woodward TV show. Amazing. Filmed that with uh, Ira. Was yeah. it wasn't my filmer. I had a brain farm. It was a brain farm production, but Ira's was working. Ira was working with Johnny Jones Jr. Mm. I forgot who was working with Frankie Spears, and then I was working with Arlen, which was a brain farm uh, videographer or cinematographer. I have no idea what they prefer to be called. Um, <laughs> camera up, camera up. But uh, yeah, so I did that full TV show. It was my first experience with anything like that. Probably the most embarrassing thing about me on the internet by far. <laughs> Is that the uh, one with Mike Vallely? You're at the so, end. You're... So that's how I got on elephant skateboards. That's where I was leading to my first company I got on. Got um, you. Okay. So did the Woodward TV show and they had Mike V out there. And me and Mike V very, very organically met in lot eight. We had an awesome session on the, like this little quarter pipe to wall to bank thing. Uh -huh. It was super sick. It was like an hour long. We, it was awesome. Sick. They didn't like how we met. 
So they had us meet in a street plant circle outside. <laughs> of course, the street plant circle. So of course, like the be. casual street plant circle when you're yeah. at Woodward, you know, like you're rolling by and you're the like, oh yeah, look at there. There's, there's a street plant circle, twelve deep. The you casual know. street plant circle with Mike Vallow. So that's that's what we did, and that's how okay. we met on like the Camp Woodward TV show. The TV show. And it's like me walking on the corner going, like <laughs> you're so trying to act. I'm trying to act. I, mean, I had like a full. I mean, reality. Mine was pretty. <laughs> not very real like i had a pretty fat script like they try to tell they tell me like what to say like how, really? how to structure my sentences and stuff well it wasn't it wasn't how it was it wasn't fuel tv mm -hmm. it was brain farm and they were trying to find a buyer oh okay so they're trying to make it good they're trying to, make they're it trying good. to create yeah. a story and they, put, and they put a good amount of budget into that show okay. you know so they're they're trying to get the outside channel or hub yeah. to buy it and they were trying to create a story and make it dramatic yeah. did and they stuff. did they pay you for that at all i went back to Woodbury for free so that's that was they, your, pay, they yeah. got my flight up there and that's the whole reason like I did it because I was like you go to Woodward you do the Woodward TV show you come back to Woodward for free for life hey. for like, life yeah for life that's awesome I don't it? know if that's oh, the rule nine. but like <laughs> yeah. I have, that's not like a it's like an unspoken rule like, yeah, yeah if you're on the TV show you're good like, yeah, okay, okay. you're welcome back at camp yeah. you know and now enough I'm blessed I'm blessed enough to them, for them to call and invite me as a VIP and like yeah. support me going out there now but like I love Woodward and then so Mike V. Yeah. You so, meet Mike yeah, V and so then... We meet Mike V, he gives me his board or whatever, hits me up, and he's like, hey, you want to ride for Elephant Skateboards? Because he's gone from Valley to Elephant at this point. Yeah. It's Kyle Burrard, Jason Adams, Neil Hendricks. Um, and how old were you? I was 12. Oh. I had just turned 12 in May. The show was shot in August. I got on Elephant, my first package in November or October. Wow. So I was stoked. Um, and I was on them for about a year and a half. But he like put me on the actual like team list in the on the website. So like me being like 12, I was like, I'm pro. pro. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I was all stoked on it. Definitely not at all. And at that age, do you have any knowledge of who this Mike V guy is? Yes. And his history? I do. I did know a lot about Mike okay. V. I had, I had watched the public domain and oh, I, had, okay. I had kept up with all that. Gotcha. You know, I'd watched him in CKY55, dude. <laughs> so I had seen I had seen full spectrum Mike V. I mean, not full spectrum. I didn't get Des Moines Mike I got everything but pro tech in Des Moines Mike V. You, you, know? you, you got a lot. You got a lot. Yeah. And right. I was in a really good, it was a really good point too when where he was because it was just really like elephant was dope um and kyle Brad being the tm was sick and like it was it was just rad so uh, let me ask you a question with all this stuff being said you they, they were they were making you know you had a script and all this stuff so when mike v like gives you he gave you his board that right? wasn't scripted that wasn't that was i mean not totally... unless they told mike and then mike didn't tell me okay so that, that reaction was, like, was genuine that reaction was genuine the board got the board you. was fully genuine i was so tripped out because we just got done skating he's just like here and i was like <laughs> like about a yeah. It's fast, you know? Like, uh, I don't know yeah, how else to say I, I mean, uh, I've never even got to, like, be close to a pro skater before, you know? Sure. So I'm just like, my What'd you do with that board? <laughs> it's in my room. You still can't oh, have it. Oh, sick. Hell yeah, it's in my room. It's, it's hanging. What? You think, you think that thing's not staying safe? That's rad. It still has, like, it has, like, weapons of mass creation written all over the grip, like the slogan he was running at the time and all the stickers. Really? It has, like, a Destructo sticker on it and stuff. Was like, it, it's, the, it's full complete or just the board? Just the deck because he had to take his trucks and he actually used my winning, I won, like, a 7-5 Andrew Allen board from a contest at Woodward. Mm -hmm. And I traded him that because he didn't, he had to put his trucks on a board for him to fly because he flew, like, an airline they wouldn't let you fly with just trucks you know like the, oh, okay oh like it's a weapon, weapon or that, yeah, yeah that okay. type of deal Weird. you know like yeah. they're always whatever so he needed a board to put it on so 
I was the king of finessing Woodward decks. Like when I'd go there, I'd win. I'd I try to win every contest. Yeah, the only place I ever like would go. I loved it. It'd be like six contests a week. I'd walk out with four boards. <laughs> Three or four boards. Seriously? Oh, for sure. That's awesome, man. I have I have like I have quite a few. I have like vitamin water decks from Woodward that you've life. saved. Yeah, I save everything. You said you're okay. Like a hoarder. Yeah, skate hoarder. You're a skate hoarder. <laughs> yeah. I have a good collection. <laughs> yeah. Vitamin water. But decks. that's red. I got like all sorts. Of, I have multiple. I have I have like two vitamin water decks, a Chipotle deck. I have like disgusting boards that I've won throughout awesome, the years. Dude. It's so pretty that's sick. Cool. Definitely hold on to those. Well, those are good. That's a good story behind yeah. it, right? Well, it's also, not like it's not like yeah. you just like bought them and then saved them. It's like you but also them. like you know when you, at that <laughs> age at that age who's thinking about keeping anything? Well, my uncle know? was always good. Like my uncle always had like whenever I'd win stuff in contests, I wasn't gonna just sticker slap everything or use everything. So he just throw it all in a box. And he always Dope. film my runs and film stuff and throw them on cassettes. Mm. So I have like a box full of cassettes and all my old. So my uncle's. I'm telling you, my uncle's the greatest. Like wow. He, he holds it. He's been holding it down since I was. Before he even had any, I don't even know if he got custody of me, but you know, like he was holding it down for <laughs> in me, your like, mind. Yeah, dude, that's your that's your him. Pops. Him and my aunt made everything possible. When you got on Elephant, you left Woodward, and you're, you're back home. Are you still keeping in contact with Mike V? He's yeah, sending you stuff. Absolutely, I was talking to Mike V all so the time. Sick. Me and Mike had a great relationship. Even now, like when I saw him in Des Moines, you know, I used to text Mike Happy Father's Day Amazing. every Father's Day. Hell yeah. You know, like I love Mike V. Yeah. Uh, but no matter what people say, I love Mike V. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Always. He's such a legend. He, oh, dude. Yeah. Legend. Definitely. Uh, he's got the longest episode on the nightclub. What is it, like four hours? Uh, try five and a half. You want to beat it? Oh, man. <laughs> How much time you got today? God, five hey, and a half hey, hours talking to Mike. I, that is not surprising. No, but Many stories people, were incredible. Oh, dude, Many people have tried to come on the show and beat it. Everybody's failed. I'm definitely not trying to beat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to communicate and talk. So, <laughs> what happened there with the with the Mike with the elephant stuff? Elephant ultimately went out of business, so, or he well, you know shifted gears or whatever. Shifted. So in say about March 2013, mm -hmm. I would say early March, uh, I get a call from Kyle Berard, and he's like, "Hey." Mike just quit his own company. Me being, yeah, me being 12, like, what? It was under Giant. Oh, it was under Giant right. Distribution. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, Mike only owned half, and he owned the lower half of the distribution, but what I kind of got from it. Mm -hmm. And when he tried to change distribution, Giant didn't like they that. Didn't, yeah. So he pretty much lost his say of creative flow and control of the company. So and Mike bounced. exited. Yeah. And so then Jason left, then Kyle left, then Neil left. And it's inevitable. Yeah. So then Kyle called me. He's like, hey, like, I'm going to try to find someone for you to ride for. Because I, like, I love your skating, support you. Dude, like, shout out Kyle Barrard. Shout out Kyle Bro, Hell yeah. He is the... And he's doing rad stuff. Rad now. concrete. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, making residential places look better Dude, every day. Dude, it is so <laughs> sick what he's doing. Anyway. Like, I, I, had, I saw a job he did not long ago, and I was like, oh, it was at someone's house. And I was like, oh, this looks really good. And I was like, oh, Kyle did it. And I was like... I didn't even skateboarding. That's just a pretty planner. It's a pretty planner. Yeah. <laughs> That's a gorgeous planner. No, he does great concrete work, and he blends in like a skate spot into somebody's backyard, so it doesn't even look like it's yep. a skate Organic. spot. It's yeah. so sick. He did uh, Andy Hall's driveway. That thing was awesome. Oh, really? You skated it? Yeah. But um, yeah. So Kyle called, made some calls, and then I was at dinner with like my whole family. I remember it's like clear as day, and I get a call, and it's Andrew Cannon from, and I remember meeting him at Tampa because I just went to Tampa for the first. I'm oh, not Tampa. Damn, am for the first time. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was Tampa Am. I'm not positive. But I saw Andrew Cannon call me. I was like, you know, it's rude to take a phone call during dinner or whatever, but my uncle was like, take it. I was like, okay. So I went outside and took the phone call. He's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm Andrew Cannon. Like, I'm I'm the team manager of Santa Cruz before he was even brand manager. And he was like, love to send you some decks. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> Santa Cruz skateboard sending me boards. 
Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm so down. Right. You know? I'd love to try it out. Well, he's like, oh, and I'd love like Indian Bronson or Indian OJ would love to throw you some stuff too. And I was like, well, I just got sounds, a th- I got a three for one right now. This, yeah. sounds, this sounds too good to be true. And I'm just like, thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. This is awesome. March 23rd, I got my first package. <laughs> You love so, remember the day. Dude, <laughs> dude I got, I got what the, time was it? Did you, were you waiting in front of the house for the UPS truck? I have a photo of me UPS with my, first, name was my, Jim. my yeah. first package of Santa Cruz and my first package of uh, Elephant. My first package of Elephant, I had a bowl cut yeah. that was so perfectly made. It was <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> yeah. Cannot a, believe it. I anyone. love that you remember. Because how long ago was this? This was 2013. 2013. So, yeah, nine years ago. God. Damn, okay. I can't even remember the date yesterday. Yeah, you had that bowl cut kind of for a minute, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like... Hey, listen, Louis, Louis Barletta. He, yeah. he yeah. rocks still, the bowl cut. I was going to say, if someone has a bowl cut, you should check to make sure they're okay. Um, I think Louis... <laughs> Louis's all right. He's, yeah. he's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Louis probably is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Bowl cuts are not my uh, forte, that's for sure. Uh, well, you, let's just say you grew out of it. Yeah, I grew, grew out, out of it. the bowl Yeah, cut. when you get taller, your bowl goes shorter. It goes, yeah, it gets... Um, so you remember the day that the box Santa Cruz boards started came. getting boards and then just, you know, riding Santa Cruz NHS mm-hmm. products. I got like a package of Vox, a couple packages of Vox footwear. Okay. Yeah. Forgot about that. They lasted a whole day to skate in. They're cool. <laughs> You're like shit. <laughs> They're like, they sent me two pairs of shoes. I was like, awesome. My first shoes from a company. I'm two so days stoked. later, you have no shoes. Yeah. Like they didn't even finish the week. So what was it like then? Did you have to send, keep sending them footage? Uh, the Santa Cruz or what was going on? Did they want you to come out and skate with them? No. They no? They were just sending send send me some stuff. stuff. They see me around like, oh, you're going to this contest or event, like doing little bowl events and okay. here and there and uh. doing the Grind for Life series and right. just little things. Um, I'm not really positive hmm. how they kept me on or where they got me at or how I did anything to keep them stoked, but... But I was if, skating a bunch, you know, that's all I was doing was skateboarding. I mean, I mean that's all they're looking, they're looking yeah. for the next generation. They're looking for the next kid, and then like, you know. But dudes are actually going out there and doing those contests. Yeah, and, I think yeah. Andrew's really yeah. in tap with like what contest. skaters are doing the contest, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I'm sure he's stoked to see you out there. And then I'm like, sure he's looking at the It was like boards. 2015 before they like, like, hey, we're doing a Midwest, oh, I think it was 2016. We're doing a Midwest tour, like, mm-hmm. we want you to come meet us at these stops, you know? So I went and met up with them in Louisville, met up with them in Nashville. I hopped in the van and then went down to Chattanooga and Atlanta with them, stayed across the street from Grant Taylor's house, didn't get to skate his bowl because it was raining, uh, but got to see his bowl and stuff. And, and here's the, Taylor. Let, me, let me ask you this, though. If they're doing a tour, right, and you are... You're transition skater at this point, right? You're just fully, full, fully transition. I don't even think I had a street down rail yet. And then are they, but are, but are they cruising to different parks or are they going to for that, strictly for street? That, for that, it was like a demo tour. So it worked out for me. You know? Got you. Okay. Transition, me skating part, like demo tours is like what I'm. So you got to, you got to show them what you were got, what you were working yeah. on and stuff like that. How old were you when you went on that tour? 15 or 16. But I wasn't like fully on the tour. I was just kind of hopped in the van. You know, it was like my first time being with a big dog. Yeah, but but that's that's the start though. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is like them. How does he mesh with the team? And how does he? You know, like they're they're watching. You know, they're they're asking does the click. They're asking the, yeah. the the you know the rest of the team. You good? Yeah. Oh, I just like so quiet when I oh, yeah. took it off. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first time I had seen you, which really like brought you to my attention, was uh the concrete jam at the um at Tampa. Oh. That was when I was because that is a crazy to me. That's no, one that's, of the, that's probably that's, what put me on the hardest. Yeah, for sure. Because I won like 
Three of them? Four of them? Yeah, you went nuts. And I was like, to watch that, it was scary, dude. It's not like this time, like, all right, you go, then you go. It's like... It's chaos. Like a, it's yeah. complete it's chaos. It's like a death match. Flying death onto the roof and like all this shit. You're, it's just... And that's like how I grew up skating because the bowl contest used to be jams. They didn't have this order jam bullshit. They didn't have these like runs where all the little kids could just do the little protect lines. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, it was like raw skateboarding. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know Kona? Yeah. Kona Bowl, oh, yeah, that yeah. little peanut. We used to have mm -hmm. four or five people deep in that bowling contest. I saw a video of me the other day. It was on Facebook, and it was like seven years ago today. And it was us skating the finals, uh, Kona Bowl Riders. And it was me, Caden Campbell, Stephen Panero, Juan Panero, and Brennan, uh, and not Brennan, was it Nick Wallace? All in the bowl at the exact same time. <laughs> in that peanut, two people in the deep end, me grinding across the shallow, and then two people in the shallow just waiting. No oh, way. Little sharks. Just crisscrossing. Crisscross. Oh, dude. It was insane. <laughs> but that's how you, we grew up skating in these contests. So mm -hmm. then, you know, Converse Jam was just another outlet of that, especially Florida, man. They didn't give a fuck in Florida. They just, like, let everyone, like, chainsaw, massacre, last one standing wins. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. And, uh... So are you, like, not even aware of what's going around you when you're doing that stuff? Like, do you, are I'm you... I'm so aware. Okay, you so, like, that, that's... Aware. I'm just wondering. I have no idea, because... I like if I see someone my peripheral vision, I like don't even try the trick. What do we do it all see, the time at the sand gap? That's yeah. why it was hard, it's hard for me to do runs and stuff like that because I grew up skating. I never had to think about tricks. I would just ride. You oh, okay, like, mm. you, you're looking at other people. You're just like whatever your body does. However, you whip it, grab it, flop it, grind it, slap it. Like you're, <laughs> you're just gonna go you're for going. it. You're going. Yeah, you know you you learn tricks in the middle of your run because you have no idea how it happened. You know, that's how I learned nose grinds. Just like, oh man, someone's right there. Oh, oh. you know like. <laughs> That, that happened. It, you know? it like it, it takes your focus off what you're doing, and it just becomes muscle memory, or just not even uh, muscle memory. You got to go. You, you got to you know? do shit on the fly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, back in the day in the '80s, like people would make up tricks during their contest runs. That's what I do. Christian and Soy, all these people, they're making up shit, shit in their runs. You're just holding on on to the spot. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. You just got to go for it. So you get in the van. Everything happened. Everything's good, right? You had a good time. You ripped, and then what? Did they call you like? Yeah, how they put? I you guess on what the I'm asking initially. is like, how did they get so, you? How did they? What was the what was the so date, time, that, and so person that called to get yeah. you on the team? <laughs> so after that, like after that, like a uh, little trip and stuff. That was the Midwest tour. Um, that was in July, of mm -hmm. 2015. I want to say I still want to say 15. I'll say it was like 2017 when they turned me am with okay. Mario and Henry Garland, Sick. Mario McCoy and Henry Garland, R.I.P. Yes. Henry, but yeah, um, that's a that's a rad shirt. Yeah. Winkowski made him. Dope. So cool. I was at his memorial in uh, Minneapolis on Sunday. That but, was um, this last Sunday. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So they, I think it was in 2017. It may have been 2018, but I remember they hit me up and they're like, "Hey, we want we're gonna do this video project. We're gonna be turning you and Mario Am and Henry. So we want you to film the video part." And that was till the end, volume one. That was my first legit video part I filmed mm. for. Um, they like gave my 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 homie Joseph Binkley, uh, shout out to him. Moved out to California with me for a little bit, went straight back to Tennessee. Okay, <laughs> but I understand it's Tennessee. It's easy. It's easy. Uh, but another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
This episode is supported by Shake Junt. Yep, the company that keeps you going in these streets. Need that perfect grip for your flick? Bearings that just don't stop? Bolts to keep your trucks on tight? Look no further. ShakeJunt.com has what you need. Grip, bearings, bolts, skateboards, rails, riser pads, grip tape cleaner, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and everything else in between. Treat yourself and save a couple bucks by entering 9Club at checkout. Yep, 20% off everything. Just enter 9Club, N-I-N-E-C-L-U-B at ShakeJunt.com. Get there while you can. Yeah, so they gave him a little bit of money, gave me a little bit of money to go and like film. Like, Sick. Went to Atlanta, filmed filmed a bunch there. Filmed Louisville, Nashville, local. So my first part was filmed mostly by Joseph and Joe Perrin, and that was released till the end, Volume One. That's when I got put on the team. Like. Turn down. That's sick. Me, Henry, and Mario. Was that your first time just putting together a full part? Yeah, that was like my first legitimate part. Like yeah. I actually worked. I was like, okay, I'm going to hit street spots, like skating first time mm-hmm. skating rails, like in the streets, and like right, just going out and getting clips, like actual clips, and not just like. How did skating, how skating did you eventually playing. start learning to skate handrails? Because it seems like you skate transition, and then like you're gnarly at handrails. I just got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I like didn't. I like never skated downrails at parks ever. I literally just went for ones in the street and hoped. Like I had, I had, I had done one rail or like three rails in my like five, like five rails honestly in the streets in my life, and then I did that Barcelona rail that was a twelve flat twelve or thirteen flat thirteen. Oh, the five oh yeah. yeah. You just went for it. Yeah, literally, because Kevin was skating it, and I was like, well, shit, Kevin needs some hype. I was like, it's grass on the side, so at least I can bail. And I really didn't know what I was doing, really didn't know what I was trying. I was just trying to get on the rail. And like five was cooking. And like one of them I took like three fourths of the way down the rail and just jumped to flat. Oh. And like almost did it. And I was like, okay, I can actually skate this. This is crazy. Like that was just lucky. But I also did a five on my first part in Atlanta down this three flat, three flat three. And that was kind of like my first rail that I like skated, skated because I was like Popping on fifty, getting used to it, and then mm-hmm. popping on Smith, getting used to it. Five O, getting used to it. So you five O is a, is, is the craziest thing to do on a on a rail. I, I think yeah. like the easiest one. Why? Why? Why, Why it, is it easy? You pinch it. Yeah, it's just like doing a five O on coping. Oh, yeah, okay. so like see? it just feels like you're on coping, no matter what like rail it is, unless it's a square rail. Mm-mm-mm. I'm not a square rail guy. Yeah, I feel like more mo- most rail skaters are round rail guys. Yeah, yeah, round rail guys. No, I'm actually diamond grinding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the pointed up ones. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. <laughs> that's what that, I like riding. That's pretty rad, though. That like you know, younger generation they learn mostly tricks in the park, and it's cool that you learn to skate handrails like in the, yeah, the raw. Street. Street. No, I just didn't like um, park rails. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any utility in them. Yeah, like if I'm gonna get hurt skating a handrail in a skate park. It better be worth it. it no, it's not. Well, it's, it, it, you it, if you're going to get hurt skating a rail, it better be worth it. Yeah, might as well just be in the streets and just yeah. go for it. Yeah. <clears throat> Even if you have right. no business skating it. Uh, it seems like you have business doing it. So yeah. You figured figured it how. I mean, you're 5-0ing get down kinked rails. Come on. Not, like, not kinked. It was straight. Yeah, but still. I hit my first kink rail in this next part, though. I know. Oh, I did see that. How? We saw it. You little sneaky yeah. buggers. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, we got connections. Okay, bro. okay. We got well, you connections. Got to, you got to celebrate after in a little swim. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I did do. You that, don't even Kelly. know. We have connections so so good. It's that, on Napster. No, we we. I put one of my. I put a trick in there. Like Chris, oh, you you had you had like a little. I put a, I put my switch foot Manny in the in the middle of your parts. Middle? Okay. I thought it was yeah. the opener. No, no, no. It's just in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Because I was trying to like transit like because it's gonna like tell a story like mm-hmm. it tells me like midlife crisis. Right. Right in the middle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just right. your manual. Oh, the beginning is all like the build up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a build up and then boom. 
switch from that and then it goes off to the bangers you know that maybe the last trick i ever do in my life is a switch from manual you could do it dude don't I, I mean, listen, I we nolly flip nolly flip board side of rail come on we got the switch foot manny i will do one eventually maybe but i feel like well don't worry there's one in your part so <laughs> okay we're good we already got so I, that part's wrapped up yeah yeah more. yeah dude we got to talk about uh big sky big sky when big this episode sky. drops you that video Same will day. already be out yeah I so, trust you guys. We oh, talk dude, about it we, dude, we saw it, man. We're fucking incredible. You guys all saw bro. it. Yep. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. The you front guys, you guys are just hyping me up. No, dude. Are you kidding me? We, we were just talking a little bit beforehand, but the front three. Dude, the front three. It's amazing. Okay, listen, spoiler alert. If you haven't gone watch Jake's video, pause this, go watch Jake's part, come back, watch it. Because, dude, not only is the whole part amazing, but the last trick in the video this front three over this fence the way that you do a front three and like your knees boned out it's like it, it, i've never seen a th front three like that it was incredible and over at that spot oh my god yeah, like, bungeed in and stuff only a few people have skated that like colin colin, colin yeah Provost. colin's a front side flute yeah uh, sheckler did back three yeah and something else that's really gnarly that i got to see okay. oh wow okay. and then um Tom did no stall pop and switch back. Tom Shar. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh what? Seriously? Yeah, the launch up no stall and popped in the bacon. <laughs> wow. When I went yeah. there though, like the bar was broken. When I went there, so whoever hit it before me must have taken it out. Oh shit! Because it was like a foot lower than it used to be. And I try to push it like up, but it doesn't like. It's like kind of duct taped on there, so it's a little oh. bit smaller than it used to be. But I was going over the middle pole. Got you. Isn't that next to the Prince Park? Yeah, it's like it's like twelve minutes from where I live. Oh, right oh wow! Now. Yeah, I live in Oceanside, so it's like literally like five minutes from Prince. So you'd been there before and like checked it out. Uh, I had ridden my bike past it. I found that spot randomly, just like on my own, without even meaning to, just like riding my bike, and I was like, "What the like? What? Oh, really? Like, this thing looks sick." And then of course I was like, "That looks like that spot that Fig, I mean, not Figgy, uh, Provost Frontside lived." And I was like, there's no way he's getting over that. <laughs> 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 I'm like, look at that. It's like, mm -mm, that ain't happening. No offense. But that's, yeah, no, yeah, but that's but what huge. it looks like. It's huge. It, it looks insane yeah. in person. When I went there at first, I was like, dude, like rolling up to it, I was throwing down the first time because I was like solo and I had like regular wheels on. I was like, no. Oh, yeah. Happening. We had to get like different wheels for that? Nah. I think I, oh, um. Like you didn't have to put on like no, softer I ended up, wheels? No, I ended up putting on softies, but I put on 53s because it was the only soft wheels I had. Oh, okay. Oh. I ride 55s. So. You ride 55s. So you put on 53s. And then, I mean, like I said, I get, like you said, just rolling up to that thing just looks intimate. Like, how the hell am I going to get over this thing? Like, That's the, first, scary, the first well, go. Because, like, the way it works is, like, the bank, if you couldn't ollie off the bank over that. Right. But because it has that inward part, it becomes transition. Mm -hmm. And, like, some of it will shoot you straight up. If you go too far to the left, if you go too far to the right, it shoots you straight at it. So you just got to kind of aim at the right spot. Uh, as soon as you find that right spot, you float. Oh, really? But it's like it's like a drop. So, like, when you pop, you're like... Yeah, you you got some air, air time. Uh, you know, it takes you a full like couple of seconds before you feel like you touch for down. sure. And then you got to bungee into it. Nah, yeah, I mean, you, Colin threw down. He did. Colin threw down. Okay, so why why you use a bungee? Why the hell would I throw down when I got? There? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even use Good bungees, point. but like Good point. I didn't know that was a thing until I mean I went out with Sheckler and Sheckler was using the bungee. I was like, wow, dude, 
you're you know like this saves so much energy saves yeah you, like the most of the expenditure uh, ex- expenditure was like when you were pulling it back mm-hmm. you know and if we had me and shex doing it then like right it's easy then oh it's so easy. you and shex were on the same session yeah yeah oh that's awesome but neither of us got the trick that session oh uh, you had to go back he came right back and smacked that shit out in like a few tries apparently wow and then I came back with like Jake Ganko and Liam Pace, and okay. they helped they helped pull it back for me. Sick, just being the homies. I love that man. It was so good. I, like I said, go back and watch it. It's it's amazing. Dude, getting yeah. to film with Bobby Bills was such an honor. Bobby Bills. Oh stuff. wow, yeah. I love yeah. Bobby Bills. But you've man. also filmed. You've also filmed with uh, legends, also like Mike Missouri. Yes, recently yeah. I did that. I did that at Eddie's bar with mm-hmm. Mike Missouri. That was Mike Missouri's OG, OG legend, triple OG. Yeah. Seriously. He's awesome. Yeah, so I was super blessed to get to work with him as well because he used to film like old Tom Penny footage yeah. and stuff. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's... he's been in the game for a long time. So I was like, "You sure you want to film me?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he had a blast filming you. It was that fun. Was, yeah, I think it's so funny because like there's so 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 many legendary like filmers, photographers that like. You know, going to skate with like a Tom Penny is like insane. But then going to film with like a Mike Manzuri, you like you get the same feeling. You're like, dude, I'm with this dude right now who's gnarly. And I feel so bad because they just don't a lot of the time get that same energy uh, mm. in a way. Because like I'll get to go and shoot with you know like Dave Swift, and I'm like, dude, that's fucking Dave Swift. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's a Dave Swift. Like he's yep. been shooting forever, or Jamie, or whoever it might be. You know, like mm-hmm. such renown. And, like I'm so beyond blessed and grateful but almost it goes unnoticed sometimes just because of like like they don't get the recognition photographers and photographers and videographers never get enough love right they do all the they do all the work they get the love from the skaters though i mean i think from the homies yeah that's all they care about to be honest which is true i agree i mean as long as they're getting like as long as their pockets are filled that's all i really care about yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'm sure they're doing great you know what i mean probably better than most of the skaters to be honest but not really but you would know better oh dude it was a struggle for me for yeah. years, it was the hardest thing ever. Yeah. I don't know why I even bought like, like filming people. You just sacrificed everything yeah. to get the smallest bit of recognition I was, and love. I was lucky enough to like work for audio for eight years and then work for girl for um, like four or five years. If I was freelance, I would I would have gave up long Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. that's that would have been tough. I think in, yeah. I think you got to be with like a bigger company. You get be a part days. of something more because yeah. when you're freelance, I mean that's definitely the shortest end of the stick you can get. Oh yeah, well, you're that's getting like, like forty five bucks. A but clip that's like being sk- yeah. skating and doing well, but like also being flow for all the companies you ride for. It's like yeah, the same yeah, shit yeah, as yeah. like yeah, unfortunately, product won't show. pay your rent. Yeah, product don't pay rent. Right. Hey, thanks for filming that whole part for four years. Here's a box of boards. Yeah. Oh yeah, here's a you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, oh shit, thank you, bro. But it's crazy. Like, I definitely, we- I definitely still owe my, my my boys a little bit more than I've broke them off, but like. You know, like Joseph did so much for me, filmed so much for me, but like also, you know, I took a hit so that he could move to California with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, was yeah. paying more, like paying a lot more in rent so that he could be out there and like experience yeah. what I've been experiencing and like the possible dream. You know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. The dream's real, man. I think it's rad to deal with or work with the photographer filmers that I've worked with someone like Tom Penny. Oh yeah, because like they know that they have this energy of working with this legendary like people that were doing amazing shit they shot they were worth with the person working with them as they did the trick yeah and that's to me almost just as cool oh you know, for sure like, and that's what i was saying before yeah. it's like these filmers and photographers have like this legend status that you're blessed to be even be with them and be filming or taking a photo with them it's it i love it i yeah, love it I but love you're right that. i think filmers and photographers they need more uh do yeah. no matter what dude, like, do, you know because without the filmers and photographers we're just riding Dude, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm loving this episode right now. I'm loving talking to you. 
filmer, photographer, team manager, all the people behind the scenes, like those are my favorite episodes. Because yeah. like you get to hear all the shit that you they get to don't, hear the real shit. You get to hear the yeah. real shit. The that, real that, shit. That, and yeah. like the skater may talk about a trick, but that filmer has so much more insight. Yeah, like, like Joe Perrin, he could tell you some stuff about my till the end video part. You know, both yeah. of them just being like. This kid losing his mind in Barcelona and leaving the spot, totally. walking back to the Airbnb. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> walking skate, back. That's some. That's some real skate. Only, shit, man. only time I've ever done that. Me and Joe Perrin got the nicest, sweetest dude ever. Yeah. Joe Perrin, mm -hmm. seriously, no one like senior for video videographer at Santa Cruz Skateboards. Joe Perrin, nicest, literally the nicest dude, the mm -hmm. nicest. Like you can't be any sweeter than Joe. You can't be more caring, loving than Joe. Like Joe's the best. I can't remember why I got mad at him. Just teenage BS, you know, just like <laughs> mad at the trick. He did. He told me to try different tricks when I was skating, doing a line, and I uh -huh. didn't like that. I was really upset. So like, I got my line and got out of there. Oh like, really? Yeah, that's like a. That's probably my most embarrassing. Probably my most embarrassing moment with Santa Cruz mm -hmm. is me getting upset with Joe Perrin. Yeah, he was seriously the nicest guy ever. Did you talk about it afterwards? Yeah, we yeah. talked about it that day. Next oh day. really? But that's you're young and learning, dude. You yeah. don't know, like you. Know, like, yeah, and, it's and embarrassing to look back on, but at least you know that yeah, that wasn't it right. It is embarrassing, yeah. but it's also like Joe just kind of told me, like he was like, "Hey, like I didn't mean anything negative by telling you to try something different. I just thought it would look better or it'd look exactly. different." And I'm, like, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, "Well, you gotta understand when I'm trying to trick and I can't do it." <laughs> <laughs> you're just hyper focused on that. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah, like, I was yeah. so focused. Like it was in Barcelona, and it was like that little, you know, the metal bank spot in Barcelona where everybody does like the flip tricks and stuff. Yeah, or the metal. Hip, oh yeah, yeah, big yeah. one. Right across from that, there's like this marble spine that you can skate over the bricks, and then you can. Oh yeah. Bomb down and skate the like it's almost like a euro gap, but it's like a flat gap from brick to street. Mm -hmm. So I was doing like 180 switch crook, and he was like, "Just do like a nose grind pop over or something like that." And I was like, "No, <laughs> 180 switch crook." And he's like, uh, "And I was like, What do you mean?" No, for sure, man. It's uh, I've definitely been in the situations too where you want to do one trick with the filmer's like. That doesn't look right yeah. for this, like what's going on here. And then and you're like, no, this is what I want to do. The saddest part is that the filmer knows best. Yeah. And we don't like to admit that as skateboarders. You yeah. Know? Yeah, but We're, sometimes you just need to let the skater just do their thing. Like, there's true. like certain people, like, yeah, but you just I'll, need to step back. Like Tony Trujillo, <laughs> you can't tell that dude what to do. Oh, yeah. Sure. You just fucking, yeah. like, hope, you make, hope you're in the right spot to capture Film something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. If he even does, yeah, if he wants yeah. to do it, he's going to do it. And he's going to do it in the first four or five minutes, and then he's going to chill after that. But it's always nice, too, when you're filming with the, photo with the filmer that's going to actually, like, be working on your part. Yeah. because they have the same vision you have and they can help you put it together that was a good part about team. having Joe Perrin make my video parts for Santa Cruz is that like that was his you know like yeah it was my skating but his project yeah, yeah. he's put together because like he did a great job like he always tying does, together yeah. the past too and like yeah and he, he does such a good job of connecting and building an emotional connection I want to tell you something right now and we talk about on the show all the time like Santa Cruz does such a phenomenal job of telling the stories of their writers I think that's so important nowadays because nowadays all we get is like an influx of like tricks Clip tricks 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 and like cool there's more to it than that yeah the true there's, there's, there's a person there's a person's story yeah. there's like so much more to it you know and i think santa cruz does they do a phenomenal job yeah and i love the storytelling the true grid series they do is incredible yeah like it's really awesome yeah i think it's awesome that i was able to share my story you know mm -hmm. people like like nibs was able to sell his story yes yeah um yeah it's I mean, amazing like tom and mario like it's 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 good because you get to see all the perspectives in different types of life and walks of life that we all come from yeah because while one kid may be growing up in castle contests and have a vert ramp in their backyard 
there's also another kid that grew up without food on his plate and going to the local youth center to you know food bank to get his meals you know? and, we we all end up in this industry but then but nobody has the same path of getting here yeah, yeah. you know and we're all just bright and wooden toys at the end yeah. of the day you know it's not like yeah we're out here showy rock star shit like dude we're riding wooden toys yeah. you know we're, we're, bl- we're blessed to get anything we can for sure do anything we can and yeah. just like the opportunity that i've been given yeah. through my skateboard and to get to travel the world and i mean look how look where you've come from and, Came from nothing. and like, now you're out here like i wish that my biological parents were still around so i could like they'd be proud show of them because they would never they would never they would never get it like my i don't even know if my biological parents went to california right yeah. no i don't think they ever did either of them maybe never left mm. tennessee they yeah. possibly i mean i know my mom went to orange gulf shores alabama one time mm. oh my god it's about eight the mic <laughs> but that's what's a, that's what's such a blessing about skateboarding is the travel the meeting all the people the experience all the, expe- mm-hmm. the experience and the community yes because mm-hmm. when you have nothing like i remember when i'd come out to california and i'd convince my parents to let me go out to california didn't mean that i had i'd be like i have a place to stay and i have all this stuff and like things would fall through and i'd be like wow i'm just kind of walking the streets of hollywood right now you know with my bag and and if I didn't go to the local park and have someone at Cherry, like, hey, you can come stay at my place. Yeah. You know, and wow, stay on yeah. CJ Smith's couch. Or, it's the best. Or, like, you could go anywhere so in the world and do that. Meet a skateboarder, whether you're pro, sponsored, whatever. That's you how, go anywhere in the world. That's how me and Vincent Matheron became roommates and moved to California, is because I was in Marseille. I missed my flight. And I'm, oh God, I'm 17 in a foreign country with no idea what I'm doing whatsoever. Right. <laughs> I don't know anything. I'm my flight was out of Paris. I'm in Marseille still. <laughs> you know, like everything's gone wrong. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, Vincent, can I stay with you? Because I know you live here. And he's like, Oh, no problem. I do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you stay with me. We 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 do, we go. And I'm like, Oh, awesome. Like, great. And then he's like, You move to Cali with me. And I was like, We moved to Cali. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, a few months later, we're in California. Love that. But I love um, that. That's incredible. You know, it's skate- such a good. It's such a good community, man. Yeah, there's nothing like it, dude. Bro. And I've had people see my couch that I had no idea who they are. Yeah, no idea. Yeah, but guaranteed, like 10, 15 years from now, they'll be like, "Hey, do you remember when I slept on your couch?" And they're gonna be your best friend. And this yeah. is gonna be like you never left. Yeah, and catch up. I mean, pick up right where you left off. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But uh, so big sky. So back to Big Sky. Big I completely spot. avoided that. No, 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 no. <laughs> because like I want to know, like, what, was that a, a title that you came up with, or is there a meaning I, behind it? I originally said Azul. A what is it? Azul. Azul. Just because like blue. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the color blue. I can, like, I I can, can tell. tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The hat and the, the t-shirt. The whole yeah. You got that. the corduroys fit going too, you know dude. I love corduroy. Cord- yeah. <laughs> uh, warm. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, just because you know I was. Going, and I wouldn't. I, I've been going through mentally a lot the past year and a half since Henry passed away, mm-hmm. and you know that's just kind of been. You know, there's been a lot of blue in my life, mm. but um, on top of that, you know, there's also been a ton of positives, right? And I have so many amazing things going for me, so it's just been kind of balancing that and getting dealing with the grief and understanding how to respond and react to situations. Dealing from then on out since Henry passed away because mm. that was my best friend, that was my roommate, and right. I did find him. So it was like, wow, damn. that whole process has been still to this day very difficult. I'm sure, and it's gonna be difficult. But you can only you know do what you can for them and try right. to transmute the negative things into positive things. Yeah, and it took me a really long time to get out of that. So mm-hmm. I was having difficulties even when filming this part. You know, with uh, I guess personal identity as mm-hmm. well as 
what I was doing it all for. Cause like, you know, the crew is so important mm -hmm. in skateboarding. Yeah, and that was my crew. I'd go out with Tom Shar, Henry Garland and Toby Ryan. Family. Those were, those, that was my family. When Henry passed away, Tom and I quit skating or Tom, mm. Tom, Tom, Tom started skating differently, you know, mm. and then he got hurt and I started skating differently and then I got hurt and yeah. Toby started doing the skate mafia thing. So he just kind of went on his own little world. And yeah. then I was just kind of like, Oh, who do I skate with now? You know, like my crew's gone. Right. So that was a big transition for me too, is like, I started skating with Clay's crew some and skating with other crews mm. and just kind of like bouncing in. But like, I still am not like fully like set in. I'm just, I'm very Lost. much like a, I'm not lost anymore. I'm very no, much. No, but back then. Yeah, I was super confused just because right. I was like, I don't know where I belong. I don't know if I should be a vert head. I don't know if I should be like skating the streets with Dylan Jabe and all of them all the time. Like, what should I be doing? Mm, you know? Right. And now I just kind of pick in and pop into each group. And yeah. Like, everyone's yeah. cool with it. So the big, big sky, uh, blue. Um, so the big sky part is big just kind of like, like, big sky was Ira's name for it. And mm. partially because, you know, we were in Montana, mm -hmm. partially because Bobby Bills is so cinematic. Um, he has such that Nat Geo touch to it. Yeah, um, he has a vision when he does his projects. Yeah, you know? he, that's yeah. why I, I fully was like, Bobby, you do your thing. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can, you can trust like, him completely. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I was like, it was funny. Like when, they, when I, they're like, we want you to do a Red Bull part. I was like, wow, like I can't believe that. Shout out Red Bull, so grateful, so thankful, like amazing company to work for and skate for. Mm -hmm. um, and I was super anti corporation before I got on Red Bull. Yeah, I, I didn't realize how much they did for skateboarding like building yeah. like giving money for concrete from my local park mm. or helping rebuild the shop that got torn down during right. a tornado oh yeah uh, city like stuff like that i don't like, think a lot of people realize what some of these companies do for skateboarding it's, it's amazing right it, I, I always was like i did not realize i didn't realize that mm -hmm. they do more for skateboarding than any skate company i've ever seen it's crazy and it's it's beautiful right and it makes so skateboarding can continue on 100 percent, and push forward these little events and these things like absolutely. that absolutely absolutely so you got uh what you got there sorry my phone's vibrating oh crazy. you're good oh, you're good, good. On the floor. um so how long were you working on the big sky so i started in september that was the first week of september was the first week of filming of last year september 2021 september 2021 gotcha. we finished up uh first week of april so about eight months eight months. months that's incredible you said you were in you montana for the most part of yeah it? well for the first for the first two weeks we were in montana just so beautiful out there why am i why but why i pitched an idea to red bull like two years ago beginning of covid montana trip I've always wanted to go to Montana. I grew up watching Beauty and the Beast. You know, oh, okay. Like, chocolate video. They went and skated through all the Montana parks and uh, Midwest, Northern Midwest, Pacific Northwest parks. Um, I grew up watching Grant Taylor skate there, which one of my favorite, Rayborn. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Oh, I can wow. think of so many people that were just ripping up Whitefish. Like Whitefish, Montana was like one of the main places I've always wanted to go. Okay. Um, Shout out to CR fellas. Shout out to Sierra Fellows. He's from Whitefish. That okay. shit's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe he's from there and he made it out. Uh, <laughs> But uh, wow, Sierra Feller I actually saw a clip of him the other day doing something. He's killing it, really bro. He's like thirty-five. He's killing it, He's bro. Killing it, yeah. He always still has. getting better. Oh my god! Uh, and a lot of the footage. So uh, a lot of the footage was from Montana, Montana, and just like the perspective of the whole. It just kind of felt yeah. like it fit the whole. There were some bowls you were skating in there, man. Beautiful backgrounds and so, stuff. Yeah, a lot of those were like evergreen parks. They mm. make like these really gorgeous, flowy parks. Okay, they're fun. It's like yeah. landscapes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Moonscapes. Huh. Did Ira was Ira the one filming you so the whole time? Ira was the main production lead. Um, so correction. When me and Bobby first went to Montana for the first film in the part, I didn't know Bobby. I like had met Bobby and like we we were cool. Don't didn't he wrong. like didn't you guys I, I talked to you about doing a mob little video. Is that when you guys met? That was the very first time we'd ever filmed in my life. So I helped connect or you talk. with so, Bobby. Yeah, so we did, <laughs> me and, 
Kelly got to do a mob video and we filmed like a little mob, uh, the grippiest little ad. Yep. And uh, two days of that. And that's the only time I ever filmed with him. And then we got a part together and we're going out to Montana together, just me and him. And we get there and it's just the most weird dude at the Airbnb. It's like freaking out because we're not, uh, we're not big and bald like Ira. Cause they're like, you're not Ira. And oh, we're like, okay. We're like, yeah. dude, like it's okay. We're his colleagues. He's like, no, you guys are like rival football players. Oh my God. <laughs> what? We're, we're like, what? we're like, like rival football fans. And we're like, what the hell is this guy talking about? And he's like, we're in Missoula and it's a big football town. And the next weekend we're staying for a week and a half. The next weekend was the big football game. He thought we were out like rival football team members and we were oh trying to like my. do a fake name under the house so we have a party or something. I don't know what he thought. Wow. But he was the weirdest dude ever. Totally killed the vibe. And then like the first couple of days, me and Bobby were struggling, like trying to skate, trying to get clips. Not really sure what to try, what to do. It's the beginning of a part. You really don't you really don't know. Like yeah. you're just kinda of skating, trying to figure it out, and it's just no one with us. And it was your first time skating there, right? First time skating any of these bars, yeah. something like that. You and gotta like you We gotta don't think. even know this like I it's literally just the rough draft I made off of Google images from the parks I found on Concrete Disciples. <laughs> and that's like the and they're like, Yes, yeah, the Montana trip. And then like kind of just figuring out from the locals where I should actually skate. You know? oh, okay. I actually ended up this kid named Tucker Capel. I um I got him on the Santa Cruz. He was a kid that rips out there. Sick. Super sick from uh, Missoula, but uh, he was kind of helping, showing us, showing us around and stuff. But um, so did Ira finally show up? So no, Ira never came. No, uh, no offense, Ira, but Ira was busy. He was doing work yeah, that of week. Of course, of course. So we ended up getting T.J. Gaskell and Clive Dixon to come out. Amazing. Like the second, sick. third day, and as soon as they came, like clips started pouring out. I love like, that. Everything started coming together. We'd hit Glacier National Park like two different times. Okay. Oh my God, Glacier National Park. Most beautiful place I've seen in America, in my life. mostly in the world I've ever seen in my world, like wow. in my entire Seriously? life. Seriously, oh my god, the water's bright blue running through the crazy to the middle of the mountains, and it's just it is seriously so breathtakingly beautiful. It really changes changes you. Wow, it's so awesome. So everything started clicking. Everything you just needed that little crew, that little yeah. group of dudes so to, it to get that, it going, and then um, came back and filmed a ton around locally. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a couple of clips in there that like I battled for, like I had one like the kickflip backflip at Washington Street. Oh. Yeah, I tried that trick right the day I got on Red Bull. I tried that trick, which was like three years ago, dude. And I tried it again. That was with Ira. Came back, tried it again with Ira. So that was like a three-year separation when I tried it. It's so funny because like that clip looked like you were so comfy on that thing. Hell no, you looked <laughs> comfy, dude. dude. You I'm were just kicking like, it because of the. I was like, how long is he gonna slide for? He's going, pillar, he's going. Because of the pillar, you have to kickflip straight vertical, like a straight kickflip, uh -huh. and then twist. You can't do backside flip, lip slide. Oh. You gotta do like you've got to do like a late back one eighty kickflip and then twist your hips. Right. That's why when I landed, I was like kind of feet close together locked mm. in like that's the only way it was going to work for me it was a great clip it's beautiful bro like yeah. i said like it looked flawless like you well, were just you. boom boom sitting on that thing and then just that was the hardest right trick of the part seriously yeah that's i mean you, i've seen that place i was like that is almost impossible i don't know that how was you, the hardest trick yeah the part. that's i think amazing. i think i'm the first one to do flip trick up seriously street, yeah Grimlord had a bunch of tricks. Russell had a, Chris Russell had a lot of tricks. Like Grimlord, I'm gonna have to go back and watch and that tail. and see the the the, the oh yeah the late back Paul's back tail or not Paul I'm Tom, sorry Tom back tail. Tom's back, tail, back tail on the freaking whatever that thing is the, oh my god the oververt uh, the oververt one Tristan Rennie back blunt slid it Damn. what that's psycho yeah so good wow that thing is jacked. Russell switched nose I mean fakey nose grinded it padless <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it's a gnarly park park is built. 
different. <laughs> so I will say one thing. It. One thing that was tripped me out was uh, at um, why am I tripping, dude? Portland. Uh, oh, Burnside. 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 The front three sixty to Bluntstall popping. Mm. That must have been a a trick to work for right there. That was the hardest trick of that part <laughs> <laughs> by far. Yeah, that was. That me. one was like. I tried that trick on like mini ramps and stuff for a long time, but I'd never gotten one. Mm. And then I was there and I was like, that was the first one you've ever done. Yeah. That's the only one I've ever done. Seriously. See, I, wait, I thought you did one. Didn't you do one in the new part or no? I did front three blunt to pivot. I was I trying, that's yeah. what it is. You I was did... trying to do front three front blunt, but like when I was, I just couldn't oh. quite do it. So that was just like a byproduct of one of the ones that I didn't do. Okay. 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 So yeah. that was a settle trick. Well, at least that, you know, one, that, one's, that one's an upsetting settle trick because that's one, that's one of two tricks in my part I wish I could change. Well, oh. that's but like at least you get that next part you could maybe try that yeah, and we yeah. do it. I'm doing it next yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no doubt about it. But. Hey, when you uh, you said you set off for this part, uh, Big Sky in 2021, was that before or after you turned pro? Turned pro in March 2021. And you set off for this. One. Set off for this in September, so it was like four months after going pro. Gotcha. So that might have that must have been a good spark to get the part going. Oh, yeah, it was definitely nice. Just yeah. like start working on something. For sure. When Things you, were still slow, too. Because you turned pro, you said earlier, 2021. March 2021. And you had a part drop right before then? Is that what, or right around then? Yeah, I can't remember. I think it was the month after. Yeah, how was that turning pro? Like, did they tell you what was going on and you need to work for something? Or Well, they told me, uh, I mean, I know I was dropping a part, and I know they were going to turn me pro at some point, but I didn't really know what was going to happen because me and Henry Garland were turning pro together. Mm. That was like the plan. Mm. Uh, so when he passed away in January, I kind of was like, like yeah, I don't know, because we were, we were supposed to turn pro. Like the original plan was us to turn pro like the next month in Arizona. Oh um, wow! So it was just kind of like, oh, you have a barnyard graphic behind you. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, um, I haven't seen that board in so long. <laughs> uh, but so that kind of like put a damper on things, and mm -hmm. then um, so I really didn't know what was going to happen. I especially didn't expect him to turn me pro in my crib. Or when my parents were in town for the first time since I moved to California. Oh, really? Which was like, well, it's crazy because what happened was Rhino hit me up and was like, do you want to do a My Indies thing on Tuesday? And I was like, oh, I would, but my parents are in town and it's the first time in California, like with me. So like, I'm going to be doing this. And that was like their excuse to turn me pro was like the My Indies thing. Okay. So they like fully messaged my parents and got in contact with them and was like, <laughs> hey, like, let's, let's barred his house <laughs> right amazing so like we went to go get breakfast and i guess they were texting or whatever and they all hide inside my crib and i'm talking about every pro on the team and like all the ams it was it was unreal to have the support that i had Damn. like the whole team and your your family too. and my parents crazy and like so we go to get breakfast and it. my parents are like oh like my mom's like oh i don't feel good like i just don't think i can go to breakfast I was like well yeah, no problem you know like it's all good yeah like bummed, but also like, oh, I hope they just start feeling better. And we go back home and they're just like, hurry up and go inside. And I'm like, cause I'm just bullshitting. I'm outside like, oh, I should get like a bird feeder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All like checking out like, oh, I need to work on this. Thing. My uncle's like, go, I gotta go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay, okay. And I opened the door and I see like a, a mound on my couch under a blanket. And I see him holding a board, but I pay no attention to the board. I go, whoa, who, who is that? What is that? What? Cause I like, I lock my doors. I'm paranoid. I was like, yeah, bro. Yeah. Someone like, broke in. Yeah. Who's hiding under the damn covers? You know? And I'm like, hey, ho, who is that? And all of a sudden the door opens and the first person that I see walk out is Trevor Cushing. Mind you, I had no idea who Trevor Cushing was at the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> so like, I just see some dude with gray hair and glasses hop out of the camera and I'm like, <laughs> and then Mario comes from behind the door or something and I see like Fabi and I see like Salba and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I feel like I'm in like a fever dream and I'm like, 
And all of a sudden, I see them all holding boards, and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I just start shaking everyone. Like, I'm not even talking, you know? I'm just like, oh, God. so excited. Uh, that's awesome. My cat pooped all over the bed during she was that. Scared. They, they locked her in the bedroom, and they're all hiding, you know? Oh. Came in there, like, to my white comforter, just. <laughs> the worst Shit. smell ever right after turning pro just shat on Shh, trail oh. so I just like wrapped it up threw it straight away that's yeah, yeah. So nothing time for do. a new one Do-toast. nothing you could do toast. it's toast <laughs> you got the board though that's good yeah don't <laughs> care we went to Prince Park after we got La Perla Taperia we got some Mexican food amazing did your folks come with you to the park or yeah hell yeah they did. parents came what out an ex- what an experience though also for them took my first shot too with my uncle Oh, with your uncle. My uncle, like, first time I ever drank in front of him. No way. I, like, was freaking out, like, panic attack, like, losing my mind also, because, like, went pro, my cat crapped on my brand new comforter, <laughs> and I was, like, inside, and I'm, like, I'm, like, better take a shot with my uncle here. And I was, like, I was, like, I'm sorry, Philip. I'm sorry. And I just pulled a bottle of vodka out, and I started putting up a shot, and he's, like, you're leaving me hanging? And I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, Let's go, Philip. Like that's a big moment right there. Huge. That's, yeah. Like when you can like openly drink with your yeah, because they're 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 very Christian, very like you mm-hmm. know raised right, right morals, right decisions. But he was just like, yeah, you deserve it. You know, um, yeah, this is your day. Yeah, skated that's, so bad at Prince Park that day, but I had so much fun. <laughs> it's all good, dude. You got the board, man. You deserve uh, it. You deserve the board. Couldn't have been couldn't have been more grateful for Santa Cruz. Everyone there that helped me get to that point amazing people i mean they're literally family to me yeah so literally sick. family it's awesome too that you turn pro and you got a shoe deal yeah like that's that that's hard to i do got these. colorways coming you got soon colorways Let's coming. Go. Okay. okay blessed my first colorway is dedicated to henry amazing um i got one purple shoe one white shoe they got his face on the uh the insole oh, that's that's incredible. So it's got his foundation um the proceeds will go to the foundation. Amazing, um, amazing. By the way, so, we'll in this episode we'll put the link to the foundation in the rad. description. So anybody out there, HenryGartlandFoundation.org. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll put the link in the description for sure. I'm stoked. Yeah, um, to be able to do that for him. Yeah, continue on his name and legacy. Uh, as well as I'll have more shoe, and then my next shoe after that is another colorway. And my friend Damien, who I grew up skating with since a little little kid, mm-hmm. he's doing the footbed art. Oh, yeah. oh right. Yeah, dude. and they just like locked that in. And so like Amazing. getting to put my homies on too. That's a dream of mine. That's so rad, dude. Like how are you gonna eat if the homies can't? You know? Hey, everybody eats. Everybody eats. Right everybody here. eats. We got one hot dog, we all sharing that yeah. hot dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the skater mentality for me. Like Yeah. 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 That's what it's all about, man. It's all about family, you know? All about family. Like we Yeah. Uh dude, it sounds to me like you are in such a good place right now. Um, dude, with the pro last year, this year, Etnies, this video part coming out. I mean, you're doing it, dude. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I could be doing better. No, but you know what? It's, a, it's, it's stepping stones. Hey, know? but I like that. Oh, where's the salt gun? Oh, there's, there's a fly. There's a fly. <laughs> uh, but I like that you're <laughs> like, you know, I like that attitude though. Could be better. Absolutely. I could be doing better. I mean, no matter, you know? like, it's it, you could always do worse. For you, sure. You got to look at the bright side of everything, the silver lining. Definitely. But even, like, But right, you're already like doing right now, so well. Right got... now, I'm, like, talking about my car issues. I keep on just having car issues over and over. That's been my California curse. Let's go. Let's lease a car today. Don't. You going to get him a car? Chris? I don't do no. No, but we're going to lease one. I'll go with <laughs> him to the dealership. Yeah. Nine club lease. I'll go with him to the dealership, and we'll kick it there for eight hours. Yeah, yeah. Just do nothing. That's what they do there. I'm yeah. not going to no dealership. That's probably part yeah. of my problem. You're not, it's going to be hard to get a car right now anyways. That's how it's been. That's why I'm, I'm cheap too. Like, like unless I'm getting my value, I'm not going to get it. Like, yeah. so 
came out here. I came out here in a 2017 Accord Hybrid, real nice car. Mm-hmm. Wrecked it in oh, like, no. yeah, just wrecked it. Um, had self driving, did not work. Oh shit! Uh, trusted it too much. Then I had a. Uh, oh no! Actually, originally I had a white Accord. I wrecked that drifting. Oh jeez! Uh, no self driving. I'm just gonna. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna <laughs> cut everything else. Really, I went drifting. I was drifting all day. My tires got bald. I was driving too fast on a canyon. I hit a wall. Flipped. Didn't flip actually. I had like Roman pavage in the car and like Toby, and none of them wow. had seatbelts on. And just got lucky. No Could've one got, no one got hurt Could've at all. Really no one got hurt at all. So we were blessed. Ooh. Car was wow. smoked. Damn. Um, and then another one. Uh, the court hybrid trusted it to drive. Didn't mm-hmm. drive. Wrecked. Uh, then I had a Subaru and I was like, all right, cool. I got another car. Like this one's not going to go anywhere. So like spent like a thousand dollars upgrading the system, like making it all nice on the inside, you know, speakers, the sound system, got it done that day, driving to Woodward West, all hyped, had the car for like a month. I had the Accord for 25 days. Okay. <laughs> Dude. I had the, the Subi for like a month and a half and I go to drive it to Woodward West, stop at Costco. I'm leaving Costco, just get smoked. Like, what do you, what, what, what do you mean? mean? I'm just driving straight. Like yeah, some lady just like the yield left. She was not yield, and she just like I guess she did not see me whatsoever, and wow. just literally hit the back of my car trying to yield left turn into Costco Jeez, and totaled my car. Seriously, going like fifteen miles an hour. So bummed. And then now, what are we working with? And, and then I didn't driver. drive. I didn't drive for like four or five months. Bought an e bike, <laughs> and then uh, I got a I got a nineteen ninety eight Honda CRV from the tow yard. Uh, bought it straight from the tow yard. They towed it off the interstate and ran out of gas. They didn't know anything about it. Didn't know anything about it. Didn't even have a title. Paid for it. $2,500 cash. Okay. Ran out, ran out of gas leaving. Like, <laughs> drove out and ran out of gas. <laughs> and, like, when I, 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 like, drove out, ran out of gas, like, rolled into the gas station, and they had a lock on the gas pump, like, on the gas tank that didn't fit the key no. that came with the car. Oh. So I had to, like, hammer it off and, like, put gas in it and, get in, like, drive over to O'Reilly's to get a gas cap. Oh, oh, O'Reilly's. Um, auto parts. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I did that, and I drove that car for, like, a year. I don't know how. Like, I got it, and I like, remember I took it to the auto shop, and I was like, hey, what's, like, what's wrong with it? And they're like, everything. And I was like, yeah, bro, whatever. And they're like, no, no, like, here's a 27-part list that you oh, need. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, all right, yeah. what do I have to have to drive? He's like, well, you have to have bolts in your brakes i was like oh my brakes aren't bolted on like my front brakes weren't bolted on they had one bolt each my radiator fan had one everything had one bolt on it so i had to pay like almost a thousand bucks in bolts just to get them installed because i had no radiator bolts no ac fan bolts no engine mounts no trans mounts like everything was dusted not to mention this car was a clean title uh it had been junked three times from 1999 to 2003 didn't know that at all it was at 220,000 miles when i got it it's a quarter million miles. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's put it this got, in it perspective. It got totaled three times before 30,000 miles. In those first three years, under 30,000 miles, it got totaled three times. But dude, Junked, you're going into, salvaged, and bought. When you're going into that, like you're getting what you're paid for, dude. 2,500 bucks? I wasn't expecting nothing. But listen, I spent like 2K in like maintenance for it, and it drove me the past year. But I'm just saying, though, I need a car that I could just push a button and then go. I, I don't need that. to worry about. I, I grew up with all the all hand me down cars. See, I thought know? this was going to be a good point A to point B car. Right, right, That's what right, I was told. Right. And then immediately I'm like, oh problems, well, problems, problems. Well, instead of like just letting it pass smog and do the normal things, I'm like, here, let me just order as many parts as I can for it. Mm. And I'm like, so like I haven't even got it running barely, but I'm like, ah, I got front coilovers and a full front suspension, but 
You know? So you like that type of car. You like doing shit to your car. Up? So like, like, getting, like getting a new car doesn't appeal to you in that sense. It does, but I'm not going to pay $4,000 over MSRP for a RAV4. You got me so messed up. RAV4? RAV4s are beautiful. Are you kidding me? I love a RAV4. <laughs> Listen, this interview is done. White, <laughs> white SUVs are gorgeous, man. I love like mom We're car, talking about a SUV. RAV4. It's like a two-door little no, SUV not thing. The, not the little RAV4, the new RAV4. Yeah. I don't know this. I only My know the little- one. It's awesome. Your what? My mom has one. I only know the She's little. She's selling it. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I only know the little Rav Four. Yeah, those are like that's exactly what the CRV looked like. The one I had. Okay. Little red, little red wagon. Okay. The smallest SUV you can see. Like it's tiny. It looks like yeah, a car. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, uh, well, dude. Hey, congratulations on the video part. Thank dude, you, dude. Fucking big yeah. sky. It's incredible. Like I said, if anybody watching right now hasn't seen it, pause this. Go watch Jake's part and come yeah. back. And then comment on this so page good. what your favorite trick was of that part. Yeah. And your least favorite. <laughs> and your... <laughs> like, and the trick that I should just do over... Like, mm, you should have left that one out. Go uh, again. No, Dude, I, was, I, was, I was impressed with the filming of it, too, of, like, following you and shit like that. I was like, did Bobby do all that? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, Ira, did, Ira filmed some of the clips as well. Don't, don't yeah. like, disparage that whatsoever. Yeah. Ira, did a, Ira was the main production, so he kind of pieced the whole video together, but Bobby did most of the filming. Those two together... You got a good solid squad. Right? Bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. But congrats on that, dude. And congrats on everything that's going on. The Santa Cruz and Etnies and your color colorways coming yeah, in. I'm yeah, blessed. Bro. And Red so Bull. Blessed. And Red, Red Bull, Bull. Full yeah. support, dude. That's that's super sick, man. And I love what you said earlier about, you know, not, not a lot of people knowing what actually like a Red Bull company does for skateboarding. And because I think it's important for people to know, yeah. like they actually well, like, they really help to like the even skateboard to put in community. perspective. Like I told them, beginning of COVID, I wanted to skate in an airport. Yeah, I was like, I'd love to skate in an airport. Mm -hmm. They presented me an airport. <laughs> They're like, hey, so what do we do with this? And I was like, skate contest. And right. Like, sure. You mm -hmm. want to do a skate contest? Let's do a skate contest. Oh, Who do yeah. you want to come? Well, let's support the local shops since it's COVID. And they're like. Let's support the local shops. Yeah. And I'm like, for real? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, can we do it like the southern shops? Since like we get the, like we get, the, I want to put on for my, my area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's whoever like a, you want. It's like a Jedi mind tricking them. Wow. I'm like, what the hell? They're like, oh yeah, we got the permits for the airport. Like your guys are like, oh, let's make designs. Let's build the courses, like I through the con courses. Is yeah. that where you guys put the stuff down the escalator? Yeah. So terminal takeover was just like, it was my idea. And they just like, brought it to life Love wow. it. both years so like it was re it's really been amazing to i mean it's definitely the coolest thing i've got to be a part of yes. mm -hmm. you know helping run an airport park. <laughs> and not that only was, that is like helping all the skate shops too i yeah. mean that's, a, that's i mean literally the, first of all like the winner got 5k for a shop rebuild or mm -hmm. put wherever the shop wants to go oh. so that was awesome plus you're getting to take all the shops out give them a trip give them an experience yeah which you don't get as much of nowadays and it's not like such a serious contest where in that moment you're like dang i'm competing against all these other people right it's like you're just filming at an airport and having fun and like you piece together the video that you want to piece together and then people vote for yeah, it. it was yeah. sick it was really so it was sick. really organic and yeah. how they put it together and how everything came about i've dude it's That's incredible awesome. man yeah no they they do a lot of rad stuff yeah. it's funny how amazing skateport sca uh, airports are to skate if you go look at every time you go to airport you're like what the fuck there's is like this? random transitions there's yeah. yeah the ledges the floor yeah the there used floor, to be yeah. yeah the grounds all marble yeah, or something like, took over. there yeah. used to be one over here that we used to go skate a little baggage claim mm -hmm. uh, it was oh, kind of yeah. like an indoor outdoor it was just a cover but it was like an abandoned 
Wow. Remember that? The one the uh, Inland Empire? Uh, Inland I don't Empire? know if it was in. I feel like it was like somewhere around remember. here. I would see like Kareem Campbell skating it back in the day and stuff, right? Yeah, they yeah, had yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, the baggage yeah. claim. Yep. And yep. it had like, if you look at all, most baggage claim was like perfect metal edges that yeah. kind of oh, curve yeah. around. I almost want to yeah. say it was like, it was not like an actual like LAX, but it was like a smaller airport. You just climb the fence and it's right there. Oh, we wow. all skate it. it so fun. Baggage claim, metal edge. Beautiful. Baggage claim. Baggage claim. And that should have been, yeah, yeah, that's another name for a good video. Baggage, baggage claim, claim baggage is claim. a great name baggage for a video. Claim. I saw, today, or was it last night and a little bit today, they're bringing back Manny Mania. I saw that. They had like a, they're having a podcast today. Dude, that's amazing because that was such a cool, for uh, yeah. me and Chris, like especially, like we're like manual skaters. Right. That was a contest that, we could actually skate. Yeah, they haven't mm -hmm. done one in like 10 years. Yeah. Really? Has it been that long? It's been a long time, yeah. I have hey. a photo of me at a Manny Mania in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm like 11 or 12, and it's just like some old dude with a Bang This t-shirt going like this. It's <laughs> <laughs> like me in the background going like, yeah. oh my God. It's like one of my bro. first like three or four photos on my phone, actually, if I'm not mistaken. That's <laughs> funny, bro. Up if I, I still have my, uh, my, met, uh, belt? my belt that I won. Third place. Where? That's oh, me at Manny Manny. Random. Gosh. That's funny. Told you. You need to send that to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put it in the edit. It's so funny. I'm wearing a crew t shirt. Good oh, stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's tight. Hey, but congrats on everything, dude. Can we give you some nightclub stuff to take home with you? Maybe yeah, like a absolutely. Yeti thing and yeah, mugs. Yeah. You a mug guy? You like I'm drinking out guy. of mugs? Oh, I'm a Yeti mug guy. I didn't even know they had Yeti mugs until right now. But well, that's I can, I can do a Yeti mug. Kelly, we do me and do the honors and yeah. uh, grab him a couple things, dude. What a I don't think we have any, bro. Do Just any grab him a couple mugs and okay. some stickers Definitely for photo might incentive. Okay. Got some photo incentive coming your way, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, you get a nine clip. Well, I'll tell you about it when the product comes out. But uh, <laughs> Hey, but uh, any other... So you just... The Red Bull part, right? Is there any other little... Red Bull things coming out in the future that we should know about? Any any things we're working on? Another terminal no. takeover or anything like that? Hopefully next year we'll have another terminal takeover. That'd be dope. Um, looking forward to more events. There's a little event in East Nashville, Tennessee mm. that I'm about to go out to like in two weeks. Dope. Like a little party unlocked. It's just like hitting 10 bars in Nashville and like throwing a party at each one for Red Bull. Sick. So okay. just about the... That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. Hey, all I can say, bro, keep, keep traveling... Dude, that, I gotta stay a, healthy. That's my main thing. Is just eat right, mm, mind right, keep the body right. So I, can I see. Keep I think you eat, you eat healthy. I've seen your little gardens and stuff. Yeah, you I'm, you're growing I'm, your little basil and yeah, shit. yeah. I'm I'm healthy. Yeah, but like being consistent is everything. You know, like because yeah, sometimes sometimes I'm like, I'm just gonna get Jack in the Box, and I hate Jack in the Box. It's tough, like man. it's it's my least favorite food. But for some reason, whenever I just feel guilty and I don't feel like taking care of myself, I'm like right. I'm gonna get two tacos from Jack in the Box mm -hmm. and be miserable. Why not just go to like a Chipotle or so something? Because I, I actually get food poisoning from Chipotle. Seriously? Yeah, I get super sick. Every time you go there? Every time I get there, I go there, I get like super sick. What do you, what do you, really? That's so bizarre. I have no self control. I get every single thing they have to offer. <laughs> I'll I'm see all sure these I'm bins right here. Give me just everything. Just put it all in one wrap. Wrap it up. You think I'm playing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yep. Can I get the carnitas? Oh, can I also get the steak? Uh, may I please also get the chicken? You say it like that so they give you more of each one. Or you're like, what veggies do you want? You're like, mm, just the lettuce, dude, and the tomato, the cilantro, the onion, maybe just a little bit of corn and the salsa and the sour cream, a little bit of cheese. You know, you keep it like that, and they're just like, the bowl's maxed, and they just keep them maxing it. Or the yeah. burrito's maxed, and they have to throw a second tortilla on it. Exactly. <laughs> That's when you know you're winning. Or they try to roll it up, and then the tortilla breaks, and like, would well, you like a double tortilla? Or like, what? how does it? Yeah. You're like, dude, just give it whatever. Just, mm. 
I got a fork. I got hands. Bro, Jake, you're the Chris, man. Chris, thank you so, thank much. You so much. We didn't Been run the full bike V time. No, but you know, like I said, everybody's failed, so don't feel bad. We can keep talking. <laughs> Dude, we something. could talk all day long, dude. But first, let me give you some Nine Club stuff. Okay. We got the Nine Club Yeti. Stay hydrated out That's there. That's fire. Thank you. It's bro. a good one, bro. It's a good oh, one. solid. Uh, we got a, listen, Nine Club mug. Special, special, special mug. Oh. Yeah. It's a Nine Club special. It's a special, Specialist. special mug. Yeah. Oh, perfect. And we got the, uh, since you, Mike V, uh, I did a, a piece with him one time. He was te- trying to teach me how to ho-ho, uh, street, ho, street, street plan, plan yeah. all that stuff. Uh, couldn't do one. Um, so that's him holding me up. What? Yeah, that's like skaters, skaters supporting skaters. Plan. It's Mike V supporting Krob. <laughs> Dang, you're doing the you're doing the sick gymnast plant. I couldn't hold myself up. My arm was too weak. It was shaking, and he was getting frustrated. So he just held me. It's okay as long as you have the strength of Mike V supporting. That's right. Yeah, that's all that matters. That's right. And next Olympic, we're gonna do Olympics coming up. What are we doing? We're we doing doing Olympics. I don't know if I'm doing Olympics. Okay, well, if you are, podium, 20 bucks, stickers, photo incentive. 20 bucks for the podium of the or, or, thra- <laughs> or Thrasher cover. Let's go. If you put the sticker over the metal that you win. Yeah. Oh, my it's gosh. Round. Perfectly. Yeah, yeah, it fits perfectly there. And then you have to bite have it. Like ever, every photo have you gun. ever seen an Olympic medal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not this size. Uh, I know. They're thick. The, as I remember when Keegan came back from the Olympics and he won gold mm-hmm. and he's at Poods and he's just like wearing it <laughs> and I'm like yo and like random, I like look around and random people are wearing his gold medal from the Olympics and I'm like dude this is hilarious like, yeah. Keegan wow. didn't waste two seconds to come back and flex I love that no that's, a, that's you, he deserves that you should Fuck flex that. like crazy okay oh, yeah. if he, we gotta get him on the show he's gotta bring his gold medal he will. I wanna see that shit I should've just taken it from him yeah. I could've brought it today dude. <laughs> he would've let me borrow it he's like don't, they would probably don't even know they didn't watch the transition Olympics. I love that. Shit. <laughs> I watched that in person. That was one of the craziest things. I've ever you were seen. there. I was there in Tokyo. Yeah. Who's I, coach were you? Uh, I was not. I was actually doing. I was a. I was a journalist for like all the skateboarding skate. stuff. World skate. Oh, world skate journalist. Yeah, I was doing all. Social Sorry for media. all the DMs I've sent you. I I don't look at it anymore. I don't do that anymore. But are you trying yeah, to get involved? I used to. Um, <laughs> no, I used to voice my opinion quite heavily to uh, World Skate about how they were doing things. Oh yeah. And then someone told me that you were running the Instagram, and I was like, "Oh!" But I haven't done it for like since last year. Yeah, it was like a while ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have, sorry, I didn't look at it. But <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. I wouldn't get me responses. Hey, keep voicing your opinion though. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on with them. They've been working out kinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, a, it's it yeah. seems like it's a whatever con. It's always working. When you out have kinks. something sacred, uh, something as sacred as skateboarding, and you're putting it on a mainstream platform like that, it's just hard. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, do right. you don't even yeah. want to know my opinion on how they covered the whole Olympics. It was brutal for me to I, watch. I love them announcing the tricks, dude. The whole thing. I don't know what feed you were watching because there was 25 different. Oh, feeds dude, the feed I was f- watching, they have never seen someone skate. I don't know what foreigners. I think they're Australian or UK or okay, something. Same, same. We were watching the same. Every exact trick feed. was a new trick for me. It was like, wow, I've never seen a backside rock and roll slide. <laughs> Who are they? <laughs> they, they oh, frontside the, indie grab. The best one was like, hey, that's a 360 made famous by Steve Cabarero. I love it. I love it when I hear the nolly half, the nolly cabs and nolly half cabs street too. Or like when they're like, kill the front lip, they're like, kill the board slide on the handrail. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. It was a. Yeah. I, you, we could tell. I could tell you were just as passionate and mad as I was. I was. I was yeah. Because horrible. now four billion people in the world think that kickflip lip slides or kickflip board slides. 
Yeah. Well, not only that. Here's my. Here's it's my. It's like Skate Three. It's like when people argue the nollie front side and nollie back side because Skate Skate had it messed up. See, yeah. oh, it happens. Okay, I think yeah, even yeah, yeah. in T- Tony Hawk they had some mess, messed, up, yep. messed up shit. <laughs> they, had, they had it messed up in Tony Hawk too. Here's my. Here's my. And really quick before we go, this is my qualm with it. Right. We have talented people in skateboarding. We have talented cameramen. We have talented photographers. We have talented announcers. We have talent. Everybody in skateboarding is fucking talented. Bring those people who know what the fuck they're talking about and what they're doing and bring them over here to do the job and make it fucking authentic, authentic and, and real. And yeah. Let's, let's go. Right. That's my take on it. Instead, you're getting these weird people that are announcing volleyball and rock climbing yeah. and skateboarding. And it's like, yo, 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 this is the first time this has been introduced in the Olympics. And you're having a rock climber nothing about announcing it. skateboarding. Like, I don't even know they had like a rock climber. Yeah. Whatever it is, though. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, to, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. The me. Olympic people are just on a different level. They, they really are. They need to understand if they're bringing a culture into Olympics, they have to abide by that culture yeah. and work with them yes work with them. work with not only the skaters yeah. but the whole industry that's yeah. that's my thing it's like we have andrew cannon's a great announcer it's like we have all these people that are great at doing this shit and can represent skateboarding Literally. so bring them over and let's go yeah. That's exactly what should have happened. Yeah. I mean, I know there's plenty of people in the UK that skate. I know plenty about. I mean, apparently the people in the UK, the announcers were actually legitimized announcers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but that was somewhere. on a different stream. Yeah, true. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if I was listening to the right guy. Yeah. See, I we it was anyway. That's my take on it. Let's let's try to do better next time. I think let's, it's a good learning process, and I think I saw the um. Uh, the Winter Olympics, it seemed like they streamed everything really well with that. Mm-hmm. Like you could know where to go, where to look for things. And I didn't, you guys were making it sound like the summer one was just like no, 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 no. chaotic. You, I didn't know was, where to go. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. They what, were What app to download? Or? Yeah, yeah, they were yeah, cutting, yeah. they were right before like Nigel would go up for a trick, they'd cut to commercial. Yeah, commercial. yeah. And I'm like, you got, what? That's the thing that was throwing me off is what the is mid-run commercial breaks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was insane. Anyway. Yeah. Jake, dude, thank you so much for coming <laughs> Chris, on the show. Thank you. Appreciate awesome you, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so man, much, bro. Thank you, hey, dude. keep doing thank what you're you doing, man. We love it. We love you, it, dude. Bro.